It's time for the Westwood Patriots football pregame show on ESPN-UP. Here's Tanner Hoops. Live from the west end of Ishpeming, Michigan, it is Westwood Patriot football on the air, espn UP. Hi, everybody. Tanner Hoops alongside Dave Bose. Thomas Dunstan is our in-studio producer and engineer. Delighted to have you along for tonight's Westpac matchup between the Westwood Patriots and the Lots Purple Hornets. Each team comes in with identical 4-2 and two records. I tell you what, Dave, a lot on the line as we enter the back stretch of the regular season. Each team with four wins, two wins in the final three games, gets you a playoff spot. Whoever loses tonight picks up that third loss is in the situation of winning their last two if they want to clinch outright. Otherwise, it's all up to the MHSAA and what they deem acceptable to make the postseason. Yeah, you don't want to be in a situation where you know you have to win out. That is a bunch of pressure that you don't want as a high school coach or a high school team or a high school player. And uh, one team is going to be in that situation after we're done tonight. Yeah, and there are a lot of games that are tough coming up for lots. Let's say that. We're getting into the meat of their schedule. You've got Westwood, who's looking like they're going to finish in the top half of the conference tonight. They go to Iron Mountain next week and then Calumet to finish off the season. So they're going to have a tough time racking up wins here in the final couple of weeks of the season. Westwood, meanwhile, on the road at Gogibic next week, our final road game of the regular season, and then back home two weeks from tonight against Nagani. This is the 25th all-time meeting between the two schools. Westwood leads a series 13-10 to with one tie. Westwood has had lots of number, though, as of late, Dave, although it's not been decisive. The, the scores themselves haven't been decisive. Westwood has won the last nine meetings against the Purple Hornets, but they're pesky. They always make you work for it. No, there's been some tight games in there. And how would you like to be Lance tonight and you have to go Westwood or Mountain Cali match? Yeah. Oh, to try and get a playoff spot. Got to win two of those, at least one. That is not the stretch that you want as any UP team. That is not a stretch any UP team would want right now. Well, and they had Nagani last week. They're coming off another toughie, so their last four games of the year are really going to test them. They lost last week 36-14, so they've got three chances to win two games to guarantee themselves a playoff spot, albeit against three of the tougher teams in the West Pack. Lots' last win in this series came back in 1989, September 8, 1989. Westwood won on October 5th of last year, 22 to nothing. That game was in Lots. The Patriots are coming off a 32 to uh, 36-23 win at Hancock a week ago. And that was a game, Dave, where Taylor Delangelo stepped up and he took control like a senior should, and he had a monster day. He carried the ball 37 times in the football game, 209 yards. He connected on 8 of 9 passes for another 101. Boy, and I'll tell you, one of the things that you don't see in the highlights is in that second half, um, that passing was certainly getting to the Patriots, and... Taylor put such a hit on one of the receivers that it was one of those hits where you could hear it. It was loud. The whole crowd made an ooh. And the arms of the Hancock receivers got a little bit shorter after that happened. And I think that was the turning point in the game. But like you said, great leadership. Um, But that's one that's not going to show up in a stat sheet. But it really made a difference in the game. Well, the other thing that helped Westwood get the 13-point victory last week was dominating time of possession. At one point, Westwood trailed by 7, 15-8, and from then on, they scored 
22 consecutive points. They possessed the ball for all but a minute and 49 seconds during that stretch. They dominated the ground game. They kept the ball out of Hancock's hands. And when Westwood goes on those long, time-consuming drives, that's when they're at their best. Oh, it's just disheartening, you know, and it's just three and a third. You're looking for 10 feet every time. Mm -hmm. Coach Sergio, we've said it many times, he loves it. He loves to play that way. The clock runs off. The possession is there. You can't hurt us when you don't have the ball. And uh, let's face that Hancock team is good. Well, I meant, excuse me, Dave, uh, I mentioned last week that Nagani was the opponent for Lance and the Purple Hornets won it, uh, excuse me, the Purple Hornets dropped that game 36-14. to They started the year falling to Hancock 21 to nothing, but then went on to win four straight, and again, that winning streak was snapped last week. They're coming off a year in which they finished 3-6. and six. They lost all five of their remaining games after starting the year 3-1. and one. They're a good program. They've been a tough program, albeit their last playoff appearance came back in 2013. They've been to the postseason just three times since 1999. So they're one of those teams that can be a spoiler. They're pesky. They make you earn a win no matter what kind of year they're having. No, they show up to play. They're, they got great numbers. It's a huge you know, team we can see down there. And so they got great numbers. They definitely know where the weight room is, and they got a lot of big kids on this team, and uh, that's one thing that we, we certainly don't have, and that is size. Well, I tell you what, other games around the Westpac tonight, week seven of the high school football season. Calumet is up at Houghton. Manistique on the road taking on Bark River Harris. Ishpeming at home with West Iron County. The winner of that game takes sole possession of the Iron Division. Hancock is at Iron Mountain. Nagani at home with Gogibic. Gwyn at home tonight taking on Norway. And Lakeland and Hubbles at Munising. Standings in the Westpac Copper Division entering play tonight. Iron Mountain took the driver's seat over, and they clinched a playoff berth with their 15-14 win over Calumet last week. Calumet, one game back at 5-1 and one overall, 3-1 and one in the division. And then you've got four teams tied for third place, including the two we have on the field tonight between Westwood, Lance, Nagani, and Hancock. All are 4-2 and two overall, 2-2 two and two in the division. Houghton's 2-4, and 1-3 and three in the division, and then Gogibic is 0-6 and 0-4. And and so here we could see a little bit of separation, Dave, between that middle of the pack and see who can get another step closer to getting off the playoff bubble. Yeah, 4-2, and two, you're right there. Um, you know, your season is set, and it's out in front of you, and it's up to you to... Uh, to reel it in, and uh, you know Lance wants this one tonight. Well, I tell you what, we have more pregame coming up, plus kickoff on this cold, rainy night in mid-October. Let's take our first time out. When we come back, you'll hear interviews with both head coaches, Westwood Scott Sergila and Lance's Mark Leaf. All that more coming up as the pregame rolls on on ESPN-UP. This is it, America's biggest Columbus Day sale, and it's only at Art Van Furniture and Mattress. Save up to 75% off everything, plus take an extra 20% off the lowest price, plus we pay the tax. Save with 0% interest for 50 months. Huge doorbusters store-wide. Aiden Sofas, $248. Max 5-piece gathering sets, $399. Sealy Queen mattresses, $368. Plus free TVs, free AirPods. The Columbus Day sale at Art Van Furniture and Mattress. Shop Friday till 10 p.m. Line up Saturday, 9 a.m. I'm Tom Farley from the Bjorkins-Alke Funeral Home. The student-athletes in our area are second to none. They spend their days in the classroom preparing for their futures and compete after school in their sports with a high level of talent and effort. Each year, there's a new set of athletes. We watch as they grow and develop and represent their schools and communities. When you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. The Bjorkins-Alke Funeral Home is standing on the sideline with great admiration for what you do. Join us 
and cheering in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. I know you're probably out enjoying the fall season, taking a bike ride, watching a high school football game, or just enjoying the transition from the summer heat to the cool fresh air. But don't forget that old man winter is right upon us. I know, I know, we don't want to think about that already, but it'll be here before we know it. And I want to ask you something, are you ready? And I don't mean do you have your patio furniture put away and your snowblower out. I mean are you ready for the wet, heavy roads, an extra minute added to your morning commute to work, or the feeling of sitting in a freezing car as you wait for it to heat up. You need something reliable this winter, and we have what you need. The all-new 2020 Forester Sport. Get ahead of the game and come check out our top-line selection of Subarus. Put your mind at ease that your family will have a comfortable, reliable, and safe vehicle all winter long, because you never know what Mother Nature has in store for us this year. Fox Marquette, experience the difference. This is ESPN-UP Sports Director Tanner Hoops. Every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a Westwood Patriot off the field. Eric Anderson, senior, running back. My favorite athlete is Aaron Rodgers. My go-to game day meal is a sub from Subway. My favorite emoji is the laughing emoji. My goofiest teammate is Jackson Vidlin by far. My favorite restaurant is McDonald's. I'm Eric Anderson and you're listening to Patriot Football on ESPN-UP. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Pregame continues on ESPN-UP. Speaking with Westwood head coach Scott Sergio before his team takes on Lawrence. Coach, tell me about this week in practice gearing up for these guys. Nah, you know, they they look good on film. You know, I think they have a solid team this year. Um, you know, last week against Nagani, they played them tough for a little while, and uh, Nagani was able to capitalize on some things, but, you're, you know, you're looking across the field at a good football team. Uh, they got some athletes. They're humongous. They're really, really big. Um, you know, it, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a battle tonight. The running back seems to be the key to their offense. What makes him such a dynamic player? Um, you, you know, he's very shifty. First of all, he's fast. Um, you know, he's not an overly big kid, but, you know, you can't tackle what you can't catch. And uh, he got a line, big line in front of him, um, and he sees holes really well. He's really, really shifty, and uh, he gets to that edge quick. You've had the same coaching staff a number of years there. Has that always been a consistent style of offense? Yeah, Coach Leaf, you know, it, I'll be honest, it doesn't matter. You can throw out the records tonight, and although we're, we have, you know, the same same records of, as each other, but um, it's always a battle with Lance. It's always been a battle, you know, and um, went up there last year, and, you know, we were the heavy favorite last year, and uh, we battled them. It was, a, it was a, It's a great battle. It's starting to become a little bit of a rivalry with them. Um, you know, so it, uh, it should be a game tonight. Coach, give me some keys to the game. What do you guys need to take care of? We're going to have to control the line of scrimmage. We're going to have to be able to adjust on the fly like we did last week against uh, in, against Hancock. Um, you know, they've played some 40 defenses and 50 defenses, things like that. Um, you know, so up front, we're going to have to make some adjustments. We're going to have to talk because they blitz a lot. We're also going to have to... Uh, you know, first and foremost, in my opinion, is stop their run game. You know, if we can stop their run game, you know, and our DBs can cover, um, you know, we're getting better. We gave up a couple of passes last week, you know, but it's going against a good Hancock team. But this quarterback, yeah, I think they're, 
you know, I don't know if they're starting 12 or 5, but, um, you know, these guys, both of them can throw well, both of them can scramble well, and they got great receivers. So it starts up front, though. If we can control the line of scrimmage, uh, we'll have a chance. Scott Sergio Westwood, head coach. More pregame after this on ESPN-UP. At Eagle Mine, their competitive advantage is directly related to the caliber of their people. They attract, develop, and reward people who have the passion to make a significant contribution to the continued growth of their business. They don't just work here, they live here. They raise their families here. More than 75% of their people were born and raised in the Upper Peninsula, and they are proud to still call it home. If you would like to be a part of a team that is redefining the way the mining industry protects the environment, safeguards its people, and strives to be the best community partner, they encourage you to explore their job opening opportunities by visiting eaglemine.com forward slash careers. When is the last time you reviewed your mortgage loan rate? Is it time to look at refinancing? Rates are low, so now is the perfect time to talk to your MBank mortgage lender about your options. Refinancing can potentially lower your monthly mortgage payment, help you pay off your mortgage faster, or let you get cash out for that project you've been planning. Let an MBank mortgage lending specialist help you decide if it's time to refinance. Call or visit your local MBank branch to get started today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Dave's Collision in Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Pre-game continues on ESPN-UP. Speaking with Lawrence head coach Mark Lee before his team takes on Westwood. Coach, tell me about your season up to this point, 4-2 entering Week 7. Yeah, we've had a, a pretty good season so far, you know, and... Uh, Brutal ending to our schedule here. Very tough at the end, you know, and uh, we're playing all the big boys now, and uh, we, we expect a battle playing with Westwood. They're a very good football team, and we're looking forward to the challenge. Uh, what do you know about Westwood? Very disciplined. Uh, they like to run the ball. Very stout defense. And like I said, they're disciplined on, on, on both sides of the ball. Very well coached. Uh, like I said, it'll be a, quite a challenge for us. What do you guys need to do on your side of the ball? Well, we got to protect the football, number one. Uh, win the turnover battle. We got to tackle on defense, you know. Pad level is a big thing with these guys. They play low. Uh, I think uh, whoever wins this turnover battle is going to be going to win a football game. Mark Leith, head football coach at Laws. Best of luck, coach. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Let's take a time out. Bye after this, and he is PNUP. Football season is an exciting time, and from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm E.J. Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank, and our teams in Marquette and Ishpeming are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. First Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First-Bank.com. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette are thrilled to be heading into the home stretch of the high school football season with these deals. Black Angus boneless New York strip steaks for $7.77 a pound. Smithfield pork chops with family pack for $1.66 a pound. Black Angus boneless chuck roast, $3.99 a pound. Skinless boneless chicken breasts with family pack for $1.66 a pound. 
and fresh farm-raised Atlantic salmon fillets for $6.96 a pound. Prices are good through Saturday, October 19th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information visit stayactiveup.com this is espn up sports director tanner hoops every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a westwood patriot off the field taylor delangelo senior my favorite animal to visit at the zoo would be a tiger a hot dog is not a sandwich my go-to game day meal is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich my favorite emoji is the laughing face Goofiest teammate would probably be Mason Marietta. My favorite restaurant is probably Applebee's. This is Taylor Delangelo, and you're listening to Western Football on ESPN UP. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN UP. Welcome back, Tanner Hoops. Dave Bowes with you. Glad that you're along this chilly. Friday evening in mid-October, and I tell you what, Dave, the stands are starting to fill up, a little bit sparse in the pregame, but you're seeing a good mix of red, white, and blue, but then on the other side, plenty of purple made the trip up. Yeah, absolutely, you know, close uh, close uh, rivalry right here, and uh, I think you're going to show up or at least come out of the car at the last minutes in this kind of rain, but... Uh, Boy, it's nice in the booth. It's nice up here. <laughs> I was talking down there with uh, Tyree Smith, sports guy at ABC 10. He's here covering the game, and I rubbed it in a little bit. That uh, It's nice and toasty <laughs> up here. But I tell you what, we are set for kickoff here on ESPN-UP. Glad to have you along. Should be a fun one. Westwood taking on lots here in Westpac High School football just a couple of minutes away from getting this one going. Let's take our last time out for the playing of the National Anthem. Kickoff is next on ESPN-UP. If you find yourself tuning into the Friday night football games and are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Hematites, Patriots, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other well-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats that feature your logo? You've got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you in all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Nishpeming. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call time out. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. 
they can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Patriot Football, Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes on the call. Glad to have you with us. Westwood set to boot it away. They'll operate from right to left across your radio dial, wearing the home Navy uniforms, matching pants, red numerals, and a red helmet. Lance is wearing the home white, excuse me, the road whites, with purple pants, purple helmet, and purple numerals. We are set to get this one going. Hope you are too. The Westwood defense will take the field first. 12 minutes on the clock, and we are set for week 12 of the high school football season in the great state of Michigan. 47 degrees, the temperature at kickoff feels a lot colder outside, but Chad Pullman has it teed up, ready to boot it away anyway. Checks with both sides of his line. Gets the whistle, he approaches, sends a low line drive kick end over end. It's pounced upon by Presley Rossiden, and he's brought down just across the 40-yard line. So first and ten for Lutz. <laughs> Boy, that was quite a shot. <laughs> Rossiden back Boy, on his feet. He took a lick. He's being helped off to the sideline by one of his teammates holding what looks like his left side. Boy, that was Garrett Mann a dead run. Well, the Purple Hornets will be quarterbacked by Alex Kissel, a six foot, 150-pound junior. Takes over for an all-conference back from a season ago, Reese Wara. They'll come out with two wide, one to each side. We'll set the lineups here in a moment. A four-man front defensively for the Patriots. A man in motion. That's Tanner Lane, the tight end, left to right. Handoff goes to Jonah Dowd, right up the middle, and Dowd is met at the line of scrimmage and thrown backwards. Here's the lot starting lineup this evening. Kissel under center, Dowd in the backfield along with Flash Ganyu. The wide receivers are Paul Lister, Jacobson, and Terry Reed. Tanner Lane is the tight end. Up front, the tackles Eli Ostermeyer, one of the bigger bodies you'll find in the area. Six foot six, 250 pounds. He's a sophomore. He's at the left tackle position. Tristan Stockton on the right. The guards, Jaden Demink and Bobby Jenshaw. Michael Weir is the center. Second and ten, I formation. Kissel under center, fakes a handoff. Rolling out to his left, looking for an option. Fires incomplete, intended for his tight end lane. Brings up third and ten. Here's the Patriot defense running a 4-4 to start things out. 
The bookends, Ty Alderton and Jackson Vidlin, Michael Buzino and Eli Locola, the interior tackles. The four linebackers, Garrett Mann and Travis Uren, center Zach Carlson and Eric Anderson. The corners are Mason Mariutza and Jad Pullman. The safety is Taylor Delangelo. Westwood coached by Scott Sergela, fifth year, 27-19 and 19 career record. Assisted by Brad Wilgen and Mitch Messing, Bobby Zolke, Seth Tackman, and Tyler LaJoy. Longtime head coach Mark Leaf commanding the Purple Hornets. Kissel working under center. One man backfield. Drops back. Looking to his right. As he throws. Fires. It is incomplete. But we are going to get pass interference. They're going to get the linebacker Anderson for pass interference on an incomplete pass. As the oh, that was a sideline warning. Yeah, that was a sideline warning. That was not uh, pass interference. He picked up the flag because it was a warning. He threw it down, mm-hmm. made its point, pushed everybody back on the sidelines. and So they're waving off the flag. Yep. So it's going to be fourth down and ten. Punt formation here for the Purple Hornets. And Johnny Messer is the one who will boot it away. The Patriots force a three and out. Yance, or Lance fails to move the football. Low line drive punt takes a nice Lance roll. And rolls dead around the 20-yard line. So oh, that's where Westwood takes over, first and 10. You got a 15-yard roll out of that. That turned out to be a, it was a low-liner punt. But it, uh, it worked out good for the, for the Purple Hornets. 10.59 to play, quarter number one. Scoreless football game. Patriots on offense for the first time tonight. Quarterback by Taylor Delangelo. Garrett Mann in the backfield. Chad Pullman and Mason Mariuzza, the wideouts. Travis Uren, the wing back. And Eric Anderson, the tight end. Up front, the Patriot moving crew from left to right. Michael Buzino, Spencer Harvilla, Matt Pavo, Dan Ostala, and Jackson Vidlin. Shotgun formation on first and ten. Two wide, one to each side. Delangelo takes a snap, rolls to his right, steps up in the pocket. Now fires a deep ball, had a man and overthrew him. He was looking for his tight end, Anderson, and that time it looked like the timing was off just a tad. Yeah, good pressure, though, by the uh, Purple Hornets. They had some guys in there. I couldn't quite see who was in the backfield, but they had gotten into the backfield, and I think he threw that a little further, a little earlier than he wanted. The Lons defense looks like this. They were on a 4-3 pro style. Eli Ostermeyer, the left end, Tanner Lane on the right. Bobby Jenshaw and Tristan Stockton, the interior tackles. The linebackers, Jaden Demink, centers Johnny Messer and Terry Reed. Steele John Drew and Alex Kissel will play corner. Jake Ladela and Paul Lister-Jacobson are the safeties. Shotgun formation on second and ten. Two wide, one to each side. Delangelo takes a snap, runs off tackle to the right side, has a block, fights his way forward after contact, and is brought down near the 25. So it brings up third and manageable. Clock rolling 10.40 to play, quarter number one. Scoreless football game as Delangelo to the sideline to get the play call from Scott Sergela. Patriots have won nine in a row against Lance, meeting for the 25th time tonight. But very few have ever come easy. Lance is a team that will make you earn a win. Yes, be a third and a long five here. Ball resting at the 25-yard line. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. One wide to each side. Lots of linebackers showing blitz. Delangelo on the hard count. Takes a snap. Rolling out to his left side. He's got room to run it. He's going to do so. Has the first down and then some putting the shoulder down as he got into the secondary. And is forced out by Presley Rossinen, who's playing corner. 
So Delangelo able to move the football. Delangelo just did good penetration, but just too much speed on Delangelo. He was able to find that edge. Moves the sticks with his legs. Yeah, 56 was in there. Demink was in there, but he just did not have the right pursuit angle for the speed of Taylor Delangelo. A gain of 11, and it brings up first and 10 at the 36. 9.58 to play, quarter number one, scoreless football game. One wide to each side. Four-man front defensively for the Purple Hornets. Delangelo from the shotgun, man has stepped to his right. Delangelo takes a snap, rolls to the right, has a block, looking for a second as he gets into the secondary and is dragged down just shy of the line to gain. It's a gain of eight, maybe nine on first down. It's so tough with Taylor because he strings it out, strings it out, makes that cut, and he is so quick to accelerate. They give him a gain of eight, so it brings up second down and two, ball at the 44. Delangelo brings the blank all in from the sideline. And this so far, Dave, is exactly what Westwood wants. It's a long, time-consuming drive. So far, so good. So got a long way to go. Long way to go, and they got to end in points when you use use this all this clock. You gotta you gotta finish them with points. Same formation, one wide to each side. Delangelo working from the shotgun. Pullman, the receiver to this side. Man in motion, that's Anderson, fakes a handoff to him, stepping up, looking across the middle with a deep ball, and it's caught by Pullman. Pullman into Lott's territory and finally dragged down by Rossinen at the 25-yard line. Boy, Delangelo let that go, and Pullman has so much speed, he had to slow up. He had to slow up, put the brakes on, and come back for the ball. A gain of 31 yards on second down and two. And I like that, Dave. Short yardage situations. you still got a few more downs to work with. Why not take a shot? And that's what Westwood does there. Yeah, you got to keep the keep the field loose. Tough conditions for a pass like that. And it looks like Taylor just put everything on it he could. And, uh, you know, the adjustment made by Pullman was great. He came back to it. 47 degrees at kickoff. The ball, the field, it's all wet. Delangelo. And the shotgun takes a snap, running up the middle. Delangelo's got room, and he's dragged down just shy of the line to gain. But another long carry for Delangelo. He was trying to put the brakes on. He looked like he was sliding in the second. Brought down to the 19, so it's a gain of six, and brings up second down and four. Scoreless game, 8-10 to play opening quarter. Clock continues to roll. A good start for the Patriots to this one. Forcing a three and out on Lance's opening possession. Purple Hornets did not move the football. Well, they've done some passing. They've done some uh, running inside, outside. Good mix from the Patriots so far. Shotgun formation, one wide to each side. Tight end Anderson in motion right to left. Delangelo takes a snap, rolling to his left. Now he's going to tuck it, run it across the 15 and drag down, but not before gaining a Westwood first down. You know, they're trying that quick blitz. We saw a little bit of this last night at the JV level, and it's just a little bit different. You know, it's tough to pull that off at a varsity level because the players are so much faster. Everything happens so much more quickly. And so unless you commit on that blitz and are able to get good depth quickly, um, you know, you put yourself in a tough situation where the sidelines tend to open up. Gain of six to the 13. It's first and ten. Same formation for Westwood. One wide to each side. Delangelo working for the shotgun against a four-man front. Showing blitz, takes a snap, goes right into the teeth of it up the middle. He's inside the 10, the 5 to the goal line. 
Is he in? He is. Touchdown, Westwood. A 13-yard run by Delangelo. That's that problem. You know, you, that blitz is coming, and you're going right past him the other way. The blitz was coming, and Taylor went right into the teeth of it. A 13 Not kicking. <laughs> oh, it looks like we're not kicking, yeah. Okay. Same formation, Delangelo working out of the shotgun. Four man run defensively. Man in motion, Delangelo. QB keeper all the way, and he's oh, in virtually in. untouched. Untouched. Nobody put a hand on him. And just like that, Westwood has an 8 nothing lead. An 80-yard scoring drive that's ended at the 7.03 mark with a 13-yard run by Delangelo. And just like that, Westwood takes an 8-0 lead. And really, Dave, whenever we go up against Lance, they're grinded out defensive battles. Every point matters. Last year it was 22 to nothing, and we had to fight for every drive in that one. But I tell you what, if you can get a few quick strike scores against this Lance team, it's something they don't allow very often. Oh, you're going to see uh, another kickoff here, and I'm guessing uh, Terry Reed is going to be paying attention to, uh, he's going to be paying close attention to where Garrett Mann is lined up. Man with that stick on the opening kickoff. Oof. 8 nothing Westwood, 7.03 to play opening quarter. A chilly, wet evening here in mid-October. Holman has it teed up, ready to boot it away. Checks both sides of his line. It approaches, sends a low line drive, almost an onside that's recovered by Ladle as it just crossed the 45-yard line. Touchdown by Garrett Mann. And that's where Lance will take over. First down and 10, virtually the same spot as they started their first drive, maybe a yard or two more. But they went three and out without moving the football last time, Dave. Yeah, they're going to need to uh, get at least a first down here and... Uh, Prevent these these Patriot defensive kids start having some fun, and they're going to be in some real trouble here tonight. Each team four and two, two and two in the division entering play tonight. After tonight, they'll have two remaining games in the regular season. You need to get to six to clinch a playoff spot. I formation, man in motion. That's John Drew. A handoff goes to the fullback. That's Ganyu up the middle, and Ganyu is brought down just shy of the forty-five, a gain of maybe two. Uh, brings up second and eight. Three tries to get two wins to punch your ticket to the MHSA state playoffs. Someone is going to get win number five tonight. We were talking about it earlier, Dave. It doesn't get easier for lots. Iron Mountain and Calumet to end the season. Start of the year, 0-1-1, got shut out by Hancock, won four straight, then lost to Nagani last week. Handoff, Dowd going up the middle. A little bit of yardage, though. Dowd gets down to the 48. Up at least third and six. Wrapped up by a host of Patriots, but Matt Pavos coming up from the bottom of the pile. Ty Alderton, Eric Anderson, Garrett Mann. And it brings up third down and a long four, probably about five. Six-minute mark, quarter number one. 
Ball at the Patriot 48-yard line. Excuse me, ball's at the Purple Hornet 48-yard line. This is important down here for the big time. Purple Hornets. Two wide, bolt to the near side. Reed with John Drew in the slot. I formation, Dowd the deep back. Kissel working under center. Kissel takes a snap, pitches out to Dowd. Dowd looking for a block. He doesn't have it there. He has to cut back up the middle, and he's brought down just shy of midfield. Good job by Zach Carlson to turn that play back in. The pursuit was a little late, and there were some good blocks out in front of there. A gain of two. Brings up fourth down and three. Ball at midfield, and now what do you do with your lines? Boy, you know what? I'm going. Got a decision to make. I'm going. Fourth and a long two. We'll call it three. They're calling it two yards. I'm going. Ball's right at midfield. You got to get this tonight if you're gonna if you're gonna hope to put a dent here. Clock rolling under five to play. Quarter number one, and a timeout's been taken. Timeout lots. They want to talk about it just a little more, but I tell you what, Dave, you don't generally take a timeout if you're gonna punt. <laughs> Well, did you know that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette, plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at firsttypingbank.com, or better yet, stop in soon to meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community, where it's all about people. Make the right decision, choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. The Bjork and Zolke Funeral Homes support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. And Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, and Trinary. Embers Credit Union. Live it up. Thank you to all of our sponsors for your support of Patriot Athletics on ESPN-UP. We couldn't do it without you. A wet, cold evening here at Westwood High School. Taking a look at the out-of-town scoreboard this evening. We've got hockey tonight. Northern Michigan open in the season. They trail Michigan State 1-0. Just over five minutes into that game. Fourth down and two. The lots offense on the field. Kissel takes a snap. Oh, hands off no the fullback. Second effort gets him close. He was hit well short of the line, but then he fought after contact to get close. Oh, I think he got it. It's all yeah. going to depend on the spot. Yeah, I think he got it. Ball is right at the line to gain. He's going to call a call call for measurement. He's going to call a measurement. Going to be really close. 447 to play in the opening quarter. Westwood leading 8 0. As the chain gang makes their way out to the field to determine if Lance has a new set of downs or not. It'll be first down for somebody. They stopped him. They stopped him on fourth down. Oh boy. I missed my call. I missed it. Ganyu came up inches short of the line to gain, and Westwood takes over first and 10 at their own 48. So Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. And we'll look at Westwood for the second time on offense this evening. First time, a long time consuming 80-yard touchdown drive capped off by a 13-yard run from Delangelo. Five rushing touchdowns for Taylor last week. A 36-23 win at Hancock. Out of the shotgun this time with nobody out wide. Hands off to Anderson coming around the end across midfield. Has a block into the secondary. Anderson 35-30, 25-20. Will he beat the last man? He's in. That's Pullman. 
I beg your pardon, it is Chad Pullman rather than Eric Anderson. And Chad Pullman has himself a 52-yard touchdown run. And Westwood, one play after stopping lots defensively, is up two scores. 4.35 to play opening quarter. Good call. They were so focused on Delangelo there. And, uh, I mean, how about the speed of Pullman? We've said it all year. A one-play, 52-yard scoring drive. And now for the two-point try. Shotgun formation. Delangelo with Uren a step to his left. Nobody out wide in the play. Everybody's tight. Man in motion. Delangelo, QB keeper, going up the middle. He's in. Same play. And Westwood opens this thing up to a 16-0 lead. How about that swing and momentum, Dave? We had a measurement to see if Lodge would keep the football in Westwood territory. They miss it by inches, and one play later, Chad Pullman breaks open a 52-yard run, and it's a two-score game. Well, how big do we say that that was going to be? They needed to get a first down there. I don't fault them on the call to go for it, certainly, though, from midfield like that. they got to get some type of momentum going. And then how about the defense? So focused on Delangelo. That's a good call right there. Well, Super One Foods in Agani and Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood, Super One Foods. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite schools. Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. And get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy and Marquette Ishpeming and Agati. Check them out at stayactiveup.com for more info. Pullman has it teed up, sends a low line drive, a bouncing ball that Rossinen jumps upon near the 41. And that's where Lotz takes over, first down and 10. So they've started every drive within 60 yards of the end zone, right around that 41, 42-yard line. It has been tough sledding here for the Purple Hornet offense. In the slot, Terry Reed also out there as a wide receiver. Gain of two. That brings up second down and eight. Quarter number one. Backs in the eye, two wide, one to run it. He takes a shot near the forty five yard line. Third man. 27 to play, quarter number one. Clock continues to roll. Westwood up 60. 
Scott Sergelin directing the defense. On the other side, Mark Leaf orchestrating his offense for this third and five. Both to the far side, I formation. Kissel. Snap, stepping up, looking to throw, blitz coming, run down. Bring him down. So Johnny far tonight. Trying to keep that momentum going into offensive drive number three. 2-0-4 to play quarter number one. 16-0. Westwood on top. Shotgun formation. Nobody out wide on the play. Delangelo calling his own number right up the middle and he's dragged down after a gain of about five. Jen Shaw makes a stop for Lance. Gains five to the 32, and that brings up second and five. A minute 45 to play, quarter number one. Westwood leading 16-0. Touchdown drives of 80 and 52 yards so far. The latter taking just one play. Two wide, one to each side. I formation. Delangelo waiting to snap. Gets it. And he's going to call his own number, go right up the middle, and Lance limits him to a couple of yards. Genshaw came up to make the stop. It brings up third down at about three. Looking around the out-of-town scoreboard, Escanaba 13-0 lead early second quarter over Gladstone. Third down and three for Westwood. One wide to each side. Delangelo from the shotgun takes a snap, going right up the middle, diving forward. Lane makes a tackle. Did he make it in time? Looks like he's just short and brings up fourth down. Fourth down and one, maybe. So Westwood with the football facing fourth down and short at their own 36-yard line. They're going to use the quarter here. I don't think we'll see another play for the first quarter. 13 seconds left as the clock continues to run. We'll see if Westwood decides 
to try and go for a new set of downs or boot it away? We'll wait, and we'll get the answer when we come back. One quarter in the books, and Westwood owns a 16-0 lead over the Purple Hornets. Let's take a timeout. Second quarter after this on ESPN-UP. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call timeout. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Well, we welcome you back. Tanner Hoops along with Dave Bowes on the call. Delighted to have you along. Westwood with the football facing fourth down and short from their own 37-yard line to begin quarter number two. Patriots on top, 16-0. A chilly, wet evening here in Upper Michigan. Mid-October. And week seven of the high school football season. Shotgun formation on fourth down and a yard. One wide to each side. Lots of linebackers showing blitz. Delangelo takes a snap. QB keeper off tackle. Right side has the first down and is brought down near the 40-yard line by Jaden Demink. The middle linebacker saved what could have been a huge play. Yeah, Demink doesn't make that play, and that's another foot race. Delangelo calls his own number and moves the sticks out to the 41-yard line. 16-0 Westwood, a 13-yard run by Taylor Delangelo. That capped an 80-yard drive to open the game. And then Chad Pullman on the first play of the following drive races 52 yards to Paydirt on the end around. Early second quarter, Westwood up 16-0. Has not been stopped tonight. Two wide receivers. Delangelo, QB keeper, off tackle, left side, lowers the shoulder and puts a stick into Terry Reed and is brought down at midfield. A strong run by Delangelo and put a lots player on his back. It's a gain of one, excuse me, a gain of nine to bring up second and one. 11-minute mark, half number one. Coming up at halftime, we'll have the numbers and recap. We'll check the out-of-town scoreboard. Plus, hear an interview with Westwood AD John Beckman. Caught up with him earlier today and caught up on what else is going on at Westwood High School athletically. Second down and one. Tight end Anderson lines up near side of the field. Delangelo, shotgun snap. Rolling off tackle, right side, calls his own number, has a first down, and he's stacked up across midfield. But he moves the sticks once again. And the Patriots are in Purple Hornet territory. 10-22 to play second quarter. Ball spotted at the lots 48. So first and 10 Westwood. And ever since week four, five, something like that, Dave, 
the QB keeper, that QB draw from Delangelo out of the shotgun has looked like one of the more unstoppable things we've seen here in the UP. Yeah, there's just been there, there's so many things he can do out of it. So, um, you know, you got to be disciplined, and, and uh, Taylor's just such an effective runner, it makes it tough to defend. One wide this time to the near side. Uren goes in motion right to left. Delangelo from the shotgun takes a snap. Rolling off tackle left side. He's got room. He's got a first down inside the 40-35 and is finally dragged down, but not before another big gain. This one of close to 15 yards to move the sticks. Boy, Travis Uren, big block coming out of motion there. Brought down to the 34-yard line, so it's a gain of 14. First and 10, Westwood. Clock starts up again, 9-28, quarter number two. Patriots on the road next week. Long road trip down to Bessemer. Takes on the Gogibic Miners. First and 10 from the 34. We get a whistle prior to the play, and a timeout is called by Scott Sergela. So then two weeks from tonight, Home against Nagani to close out the regular season. Well, if you're looking for a safe and sound bank, then look to M-Bank from business loans to home mortgages and everything in between. M-Bank's in your corner and just around the corner. Stop in and visit any of the Marquette County locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Art Van Furniture in Marquette is proud to be locally owned and operated by the same families who have been serving our community at Household Appliance since 1971. The Midwest leader. In furniture and mattresses, visit artvan.com to see their weekly ads and preview our selection. Fox Motors Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and fans of tonight's game, as well as the educational efforts of our teachers and schools to prepare our students for the future. Good luck from all of us at Fox Motors Team UP. And Eagle Mine is looking for new members to join their team. Look for job opportunities by visiting eaglemine.com forward slash careers for more information. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bose, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. Patriot Athletics here on ESPN-UP. And a 16-0 lead for the Patriots. Pretty steady drive here by the Patriots in this second quarter. 9-10 to play in quarter number two. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. First and 10 out of the timeout. Ball resting at the line's 34. Delangelo with one wide to the near side of the field. That's Pullman. And we get another whistle and another Westwood timeout. Scott Sergela didn't like how his team was lining up there. Week seven of the nine-week regular season this evening. We get into the home stretch. Did you know that First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at firsttypeinbank.com or better yet, Stop in soon to meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Wilderness Sports is proud to be uh, locally owned and operated, featuring clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite school. And Big Boy Restaurant in Marquette has room for you and your team to enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Buffets with room for everybody to sit together in the meeting room in the back of the restaurant. Check it out next time you're in. Thanks to all of our sponsors of Westwood Patriot Athletics. Could not do it without you. So out of the timeout, Westwood's got it first down and 10. Ball at the 34, leading 16-0. 9-10 to go first half. 
Hunt's in a four-man front defensively. Delangelo works out of the shotgun with one wide. He's to the far side. That's Pullman. Uren, a wing back in motion right to left. Low snap. Delangelo going right up the middle, and Delangelo crosses the 30 before being thrown down just shy of the 25. Oh, no. It was uh, Garrett Mann. Garrett Mann. Boy, that four in that nine looked... (laughs) Garrett Mann was the ball carrier out of that wildcat. Mason Mariuzza brings in the play call from the sideline. So it's second down and three. Ball resting right around the Lots 27-yard line. 8.35 to play, quarter number two. 16-0 Westwood and driving. We've converted a fourth down on this drive. Two wide, one to each side. Delangelo from the shotgun. Man by his side. Delangelo takes a snap, rolling out to the right side. He's going to tuck oh, it and run no. it. Delangelo's got room, first down, and then some edge hurdles a man inside the 10-yard line. Finally brought down just shy of the five. Jake Ladelo went for the legs. Delangelo goes over top of him and says, thank you very much. First down and goal. They place the ball at the five. Eight-minute mark, quarter number two, first and goal for Westwood. Patriots knocking on the door. Delangelo brings a play call in from the sideline. What I noticed, Dave, as much as he runs a football, he never gets tired. He never seems to get tired. I don't think he's allowed. <laughs> that's a key. He doesn't just run the ball 37 times a week like last week. That's a key he runs to the sideline, gets a play call, and runs back. I'm not sure that... Uh... Coach Sergio allows uh, anyone to be tired. Delangelo, QB keeper, running off tackle left side, brought down near the three. The gain of about two. Ethan Grintz made the stop from his linebacker spot. I wish I had Taylor's energy. <laughs> Second down and goal. Ball spotted near the three. As we hit the seven-minute mark here in quarter number two, Westwood knocking on the door. Stands continue to fill up. Cold, wet night. We're getting a pretty good crowd on hand for week seven. Everybody's tight. Nobody out wide on this play. Shotgun for Delangelo. Second down, goal to go. Takes a snap. Hands off. Coming around the end. It's Pullman again, and Pullman is in. Pullman not touched. You get them thinking that Delangelo's running the football on every play. You almost lull them to sleep. And then you give it to somebody like Anderson, like Pullman. There's a lot of guys on this Westwood team who can beat you. And Chad Pullman takes it in from three yards out. And just such good speed by any of those athletes. Caps a 59-yard touchdown drive. And now the two-point try, Westwood two for two tonight. 6.40 to play in half number one. Delangelo brings the troops to the line. Nobody out wide. Works from the shotgun. Anderson, the tight end, lined up near side of the field. Man in motion. High snap pulled down by Delangelo. Goes right up the middle, and that high snap is going to cost him two points. Couldn't explode out of the box. Had to... Pull the snap down, and the blitz was there. So Westwood leads it 22 nothing. 
6.40 to play in quarter number two. And this was the final score last year, Dave. But Westwood's offense even more precise tonight than it was about a year ago. Yeah, 6.40 to go in the second. I'm coming up at halftime, we'll have the numbers and recap, scoring summary. We'll check the out-of-town scoreboard. And we'll have a visit with Westwood AD John Beckman. I caught up with him earlier today. Get caught up on what you need to know regarding Westwood fall sports. Cross country in full swing, volleyball with the district tournament, which they host coming up. What a couple of weeks for tennis here these last couple of weeks or so. Yeah, I mean, to close out the season, you know, like we had talked about, the, some of those senior girls on that Westwood tennis team have never not been the UP champs. Mm-hmm. Four How years. amazing is that? They have never not been on a team that was UP champs in their four years here. That's a dynasty. In about a month and a half from now, we'll be playing basketball. It'll be the sound of balls hitting the gym floor. Bowman has it teed up, ready to boot it away. He approaches, sends a low line drive that goes across the 45 and Grintz is on top of it. Got on top of it near the 38-yard line. I tell you what, Dave, it would have been a risk, but if you let that go, it probably would have rolled out of bounds. It might have gone out of bounds, exactly. But then if it takes a funny hop, <laughs> yeah, then you're in trouble with the coaching staff for letting say, a live ball go. I was going to say, you don't want to be answering to the coach if that's you <laughs> that does it. So first and 10 lines at their own 38-yard line. 6.40 to play, quarter number two. They trail 22 nothing. Patriot offense has not been stopped on three <laughs> possessions tonight. Oh. Two wide, bolt to the far side of the field. Reed with John Drew in the slot. Backs in the eye. Kissel fumbles the snap. Oh. I think he's on top of it, though. I think he got right back on it. It's going to get brutal if he didn't get back on top of that. It's a wet field, a wet football. Just slipped out of Kissel's hands. Does recover it, and it goes down as no gain. Second and ten. Shout out to Luke Jokey listening tonight. One of our great employees here at Nice Community Schools. All right. Head of maintenance here at Westwood. Well, thank you, Luke. Listening on his radio tonight. Well, I appreciate you tuning in, Luke. Hope you're enjoying the broadcast. I know you're enjoying the score so far. <laughs> Two wide, both to the far side of the field. Lane, the tight end, lines up to the near side. Four-man front defensively for Westwood. They're running a 4-3. Backs in the eye. Kissel takes a snap and pitches to Dowd. Dowd in the left side, hitting the backfield. He's dropped One, for a loss. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eli Locola, eight. And Travis Wren <laughs> were the first two to get there. And then, like you said, eight out of the, out of the 11 on the field eight were Patriots. there to finish it off. Eight Patriots there. And Nothing easy up. about that. Third down and 12. 5.25 to play, quarter number two, 22-0 Westwood. Coach Sergio coaching up because he's wondering why there's not 11. <laughs> I formation. Down the deep back, one wide. That's Lane to the near side. Bootleg rolling out to the right, putting up a deep ball. He's got a man wide open. And that's caught by Lane streaking down the sideline, and he's finally dragged down inside the 20. Yeah, missed uh, missed coverage. Eric Pullman had to just take off and do the sprint job to, to run him down. I don't know whose man that was, but Tanner Lane could not have been more wide open. 
Coleman was able to. Coach is currently standing almost on the hash. <laughs> he's not happy. Well, I think he's determining who uh, who had ten, as they say. <laughs> so Lane, with the catch, he gets down to the 19-yard line. Best field position for Lance tonight. Really, their first big play. Backs in the eye. Nobody out wide. Handoff goes to Dowd right off the middle, and Dowd is brought down immediately. Well, I tell you, Lance needed that. That is exactly what Lance needed here tonight. Garrett Mann, Travis Uren, and Eli Local, who seems like he's in on every play, were all there to make the stop for Westwood. Well, Eli's had a good couple of weeks so yeah, far. Yeah, absolutely, yes. Well, good game up in Hancock. He was an important factor with all the passing they did up there with the Solani brothers, and he had good pressure, good pressure on the quarterback up there, and he's got some good pressure tonight and made some good stops on a run as well. Double tight end set, Max in the eye. Bootleg, Kissel rolling to the left, steps up, puts up a deep ball. It is incomplete. Boy, that was uh, Ty Alderton that put Kissel on the ground there. Oof. Delivered a shot as he threw the football. Holly, team trainer out there, she wants to check on him anyway. It brings up third down and ten. Ball sitting at the Westwood 19. And Lance does have a bit of a kicking game. Johnny Messer, who's out there as a tight end along with Lane in that double tight set. He's got range around the 30-something, mid-30s. Be about what it is right here. Third down and long. John Drew in motion right to left. Bootleg. Kissel rolling to the right steps. Fires incomplete. We had him. Would have been short of the marker, but he did have yeah. a man, and John Drew was the intended target. So now yeah. it's fourth down. They would have got a big chunk of it right there, though. Yeah. Certainly would have made it a much more makeable field goal. <laughs> From here, it's a 36-yard attempt for Messer, and this is right about at where he maxes out. Tough conditions, too, for that tonight. Oh, we're Messer, see it, though. No, I, don't, I, I think he's being Messer called over. Yeah. I think he's being called off. <laughs> They're keeping the offense on the field. Messer was out there, and then they brought him to the sideline. They are going for this. Backs in the eye. One wide to each side. Tight end lane to the left. Fourth down and ten for the 19. Kissel. Play action. Rolling to the left side. Looking to step up. Fires for the end zone across the line. Touchdown. It's Terry Reed who hauled it in. The bootleg got everybody fooled, and Reed got behind the secondary. And what a throw by Kissel. Across his body. Right on the number nine on Reed's white jersey. Perfect shot. And just like that, Lotz is on the scoreboard with 3.36 to play in the second quarter. So now, what do you do if you're Lotz? Do you kick it here or do you go for two? You got the ability to kick and they're going to take a timeout. Take a timeout for the PAT. I guess you still got them and you got under four minutes to go until halftime. Can't take them with you. Yeah, they're not. He had two. How about that drive? A long pass to Lane. Gets them inside the 20. They go nowhere for the next three plays. They pass on what would have been a tough field goal. 
And then an absolutely perfect throw from Kissel from oh, 19 great, yards out. Great call. Coach Leaf, great call. Great call. Found, his, found himself lost in that corner of the end zone. And caps a 62-yard scoring drive for Lutz. And now we wait to see what they do on the point after try. 22 to 6, PAT pending. Halftime show includes our interview with John Beckman. Talk about the state of Westwood Athletics through the fall season. Hey, always an interesting interview. Always good a good John. interview to have John, John on. John is an interesting guy. So Lance gets their squad onto the field, and they're going to go for two. We got the offense out there, one wide to the far side. That's Paul Lister Jacobson. Backs in the eye, turns, fakes a handoff, rolls out to his right, fires offline that time. Yeah, well, well covered, well defended, well covered there by the Patriots. As good as Kissel's touchdown throw was, he was off the mark on that try. Tried to put it where only Lister Jacobson could get it. And the conversion fails. So 22 to 6 our score. Westwood on top. 336 to play in quarter number two. This Patriot defense has really improved since week two, Dave. But every once in a while you sneak that big play in there. They've been susceptible to the big play every once in a while. Yeah. And it's always a pass. And you know and who isn't? It's high school ball. It's always a pass. Those coverages are tough. You do a little motion like Coach Leaf did, and, uh, you know, you just screwed up. I thought it was your guy. I thought it was your guy. Pretty soon somebody's standing in the end zone like that, and Kissel put the ball right on the money. Looking at the out-of-town scoreboard, Escanaba, 21-0 lead over Gladstone. Nine seconds left in the opening half there. Gladstone trying to move above 500. Eski can clinch a playoff spot with a win tonight. End of one period, Mack and Marquette. Michigan State leading Northern Michigan Hockey 2-1. First game of the season, first game of a weekend doubleheader. So Messer has the ball teed up. He'll handle kicking duties. And the right-footed kicker approaches. And he sends a very nice, nice kick. End over Rand will have a return on it near the 13. That's Anderson. Anderson with it across the 20, the 25, and is brought down just shortly after that. So first and 10, Westwood. We'll call it the 27. You know, it would be perfect right now, Dave. A 73-yard drive, slow march that chews up the last 329 here until halftime. Yeah. Get that three-score lead back going into the break. Patriots on the road next week. Heading down to Gogibic, take on the Miners. And we didn't see them last year, Dave. They forfeited that game due to low numbers. That's right. That's right. They're in the county tonight. They're visiting Nagani. They're looking for their first win. Well, you got one cover and two on the outside out here. Shotgun snap. Delangelo rolling to his right. He's going to tuck it, and he's going to run it, and he's going to get a first down and then some, and is dragged down by Demink, just shy of the 40. Boy, Demink has made a lot of tackles tonight that would have turned into a turned into a foot race here for the for the for the end zone. He's not your typical middle linebacker. No, and he covers the field very well. 
stocky, shorter. Five foot seven, two hundred pounds. He's listed at, but he moves so well. Moves well. Two wide, bolt to the far side of the field. Backs in the eye this time. Delangelo working under center. Four-three defense for Lance, and now Delangelo is changing the cadence. He's going to work from the shotgun again. Takes a snap and rolls to his left side, looking to throw it. Stepping up in the pocket. Now he's going to tuck it and run it. He's dragged down as he crosses the 45-yard line. And that time, Dave, I think he was looking to pass. He was looking for the screen pass. The defensive back just flew up and tackled Pullman. Oh. And that's why no. Angelo held on to the football. Oh, but you're going to get a... I think he really was looking to pass no, that. There's two flags. There are it's two like different flags on the field. I wonder if it's one the same a, call. Well, I think one is a hold. I think those might offset, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. They're, they're marching the Patriots back. It hasn't been signaled to us yet what it is. But Scott Sergela is well out there onto the field near the hashes. There are five coaches for the Patriots that are out onto the field looking for an explanation. They call a timeout. Delangelo standing next to his head coach, who is in the official's ear, out there near the hash marks. Well, they must have called the timeout because now the team is over. Scott Sergela is going to have his timeout on the field, it looks like. That's Westwood's final timeout. Comes with 2.42 to play. And, Dave, I believe that the call in the field is a block in the back. I think that's what they got Westwood for. I didn't yeah. see it, but, you know, what looked like the tackle of Pullman might have been someone's block of the Lance player, and that's what took him to the ground, and that's what the flags were on. So right now it's first down and 20. The ball is resting at the Patriot 30-yard line. No timeouts left for Westwood. 2.42 to play in the first half. So from what we understand, it was just one flag, but two flags were thrown for the same penalty. And a block in the back is the call in the field. So the offense back out there now for Westwood. Again, first down and 20. Two wide, both to the far side of the field. High formation against a four-man front. Now a man is going to back out, and they're going to get back into that shotgun they're familiar to. Delangelo takes a snap, running off tackle. Nowhere to go that time. He's brought down for a loss. That's going to go down as a QB sack, and it was Jaden Demink who got in the backfield. Looks like... Second and loss of two. Second down and 22. 22. <laughs> oh, Delangelo sack for the first time tonight. What do you got in the playbook that's second and 22, Tanner? Yeah, I think Scott Sergio's playbook's a little more important than mine. <laughs> Real questions, what does he have in his playbook? He have, I guess. Two wide, both to the far side. Westwood with the backs in the eye again, and now they're going to motion out of it. From the shotgun, but nobody around Delangelo this time. Empty backfield. Pullman on the end around. Gets a football coming around the left side. Pullman across the 35. 
And is brought down near the 37. Gain of maybe eight. Maybe even nine. Yeah. Third and 13. It's still third down and long. Third and 13, maybe. A minute 32 to play, and a timeout has been taken. So third down and about 13 with a minute 32 to go here in quarter number two. And lots might be thinking they have the opportunity to get the football back. They have Westwood in third down and long. If they get a stop here, presumably they can get the football back. Maybe with a short field. Maybe you take a shot. That might be the thought process for Lance right here. Neither team has a timeout remaining. Lance just used their last. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. Glad to have you along as always. A cold, wet evening here in Upper Michigan. But we've got football anyway. Just one more home game after tonight. And it'll be two weeks from tonight. Nagani will be making the short trip over. Out of the timeout, third down and 13. Shotgun formation, one receiver. Lines up to the near side. Delangelo takes a snap, rolls to his right, looking to throw, steps up, puts up a deep ball across the middle. Got a man, and he dropped it. Slipped out of his hands. We had, he had Pullman. That's a wet football, tough to hang on to tonight. Pullman did a great job making space for himself. Just curled around, had the corner fooled. Pats are going to have to punt here for the first time tonight. And that timeout Lance just took could pay big dividends. Westwood punting away from their own 37 on 4th and 13. Tough conditions, too. Boy, you got to get a snap off. Everything's... Things wet. You got Stephen Kangas back there to do the punting. Steel John Drew is back to receive it. Kangas awaits a snap. Right on the money. And Kangas gets it away, but it's a high arcing punt. I think he shanked it. And that's not going to reach midfield. Down by Pullman at the 47-yard line. So first down and 10 lots, a short field to work with, and a minute 17 to go. Good timeout by yeah. lots, you know, as it turns out, Tanner, when they mm-hmm. took their timeouts. Well placed. If they can get going here, get a little something going through the air like they did for that first score, they're right back in this game. A minute 17 to play, quarter number two. Lance has it first and 10 at the Westwood 47, and neither team has a timeout remaining. Kissel brings a play call in and sets his offense up. Two wide, bolt to the far side of the field. Reed along with Paul Lister Jacobson. I formation, Messer the tight end of the near side of the field. Kissel works under center against a four-man front and drops back to pass. Blitz coming, steps up, fires across the middle, and complete. Yeah, just too much on that. Where he was going with that. It was a bullet intended for Terry Reed, and Reed couldn't catch up to the ball. (laughs) Terry wasn't that far away from him. (laughs) He was going to throw it right through Terry if it was any lower. (laughs) 22-6, 22-6, Westwood on top, a minute 12 to play until halftime. 
Lance with the football, second and ten at the Westwood 47. No timeouts remaining for either team. At halftime, we'll get you caught up on the out-of-town scoreboard. Hear an interview with John Beckman, Westwood AD. Caught up with him earlier today. Two wide backs in the eye, tight end Messer to the far side of the field. Kissel back to pass, blitz coming, steps, fires. In the flat, it's caught by Dowd. Dowd turned it upfield as a first down inside the 40. And he's finally brought down by Eric Anderson at the 35-yard line. It moves the sticks and stops the clock temporarily. A minute two to play. They've got the chains reset, and the clock has started up again. Under a minute to go, and Lutz hustles to the line. 50 seconds left. Ball at the Westwood 35, first and 10, no timeouts. Messer tight end left side. Kissel takes a snap. Steps up in the pocket, fires a bullet across the field. It was tipped at the line. Yeah, Eli Lokla put his, did what he was taught. You don't get in there. You get your hands in the air, and he got a piece of that. Brings up second down and ten. A monster night for Eli Lokola. 39 seconds to play. Quarter number two. Lance at the Patriot 35. They trail 22 to six. Well, you know Kissel can throw it too. You're just looking. You're wondering if there's going to be a little bit more. You're going to have a chance to put a little more air under him. Two tight end set. Messer to the left. Lane to the right. One out wide. Kissel, blitz coming, rolling away from Alderton, fires incomplete, intended for his fullback, Ganyu. And it brings up third down and 10 from the 35. Nice pressure that time from Alderton from his defensive end spot. Just across the 8 o'clock hour here on ESPN-UP, WZAM, Ishpeming Marquette. Glad you're along wherever it is you're tuned in from. Well, Alderton showed some good speed, too, because he was a beat a little bit to the outside, but he got out there awful quick to the point where Kissel had to just throw it away. Third and ten, 33 seconds to play here in half number one. Lance with it at the Patriot 35-yard line. Trips to the far side of the field. Lister Jacobson along with Reed and the tight end lane is split ride to the right. Blitz coming. Kissel steps up, and he's going to be sacked. Brought down back near the 38-yard line. It was Ty Alderton once again. Jackson Vidlin was back there as well, helping out on it. Will Lance get one more playoff? I wouldn't be in too much of a hurry. It's fourth down and close to 20. They're going to try it. Five seconds left. Ball at the 44-yard line. Gets it off. This will be the last play of the half, barring defensive penalty. Fires underneath. It's incomplete. And that's the way the first half ends. We have hit the break. It's Westwood 22. Lot 6. Halftime show. Numbers and recap next on ESPN-UP. Football season is an exciting time, and from first downs to touchdowns, it's all about teamwork. I'm E.J. Kostriva, Regional President of First Bank, and our teams in Marquette and Ishpeming are ready to assist you with your banking needs. From a commercial loan to a checking account to a mortgage product, we have a full lineup of products and services with all the conveniences to match. Yes, it's that time of the year. Football is in the air, and First Bank wants to be on your team. Stop in and let's chat. 
First Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. First-Bank.com. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information visit stayactiveup.com you're tuned to westwood patriots football on espn up oh we welcome you back tanner hoops alongside dave bose thomas dunston in the studio and we are glad to have you along as we've hit halftime patriots on top of lots by a score of 22 to 6 Patriots got a three-and-out forced on their opening possession, did not allow Lance to move the football. Then once they got the ball, uh, they started moving it quite a bit. An 80-yard touchdown drive at the 7.03 mark in quarter number one. Taylor Delangelo capped it with a 13-yard run. The two-point try made it 8-0 Westwood. Patriot defense gets a stop. Lance coming up just inches shy of moving the football. And one play later, Chad Pullman races 52 yards to the house. Two-point try makes it 16 nothing with 4.35 to go in the opening quarter. Westwood tacked on to their lead, a three-yard run by Pullman at the 6.40 mark in the second quarter. Two-point try failed that, capped a 59-yard drive, and Westwood led 22 to nothing. But Lott started getting a little offense going through the big play. Tanner Lane with a big catch to get him down to the 19-yard line, and three plays later, a perfect throw from Alex Kissel to Terry Reed from 19 yards out. Two-point try failed. That came with 3.36 to go in the first half. Westwood had to punt it away, and a bad punt set the ball up first and 10 at the 47 for Lance with just over a minute to go that the Patriot defense holds as Lance ends that drive actually a few yards back near their own 47. That leads us to our 22-6 halftime score. Patriots on top, and I tell you what, Dave, a lot of good things from that Patriot defense here in the early going. A lot to like about what you've seen on both sides of the ball. But the big play, it's it's been there a couple of times for lots, and they're going to need it to be there more if they want to get back into this game. Boy, especially, you know, when you look at the conditions they're playing in tonight, we've had a good steady rain. It's been raining all day. You know, that field is soaked. And, you know, it doesn't take long by the time you're into that second quarter trying to keep the, the ball dry or not and uh, switching the – Football's out, doesn't help anymore. They start getting waterlogged. And how about Kissel still chucking the pill around? Good velocity on the ball. He almost he almost doesn't have enough distance, you know. He wants a he wants a deep pattern based on how hard he's able to throw that ball. And uh, when he did get someone deep, he put it right on the numbers in the corner of the end zone. A little bit of maybe a you know, a blown coverage there by the Patriots, but it paid off for the for the Purple Hornets for their score of the night. And it's really what's kept them in it because we were out quick on them. I mean, 22 nothing. that's a tough game. But at least, uh, you know, you got 22-6 now. And you're thinking, boy, you know, we get the ball back here to begin this half. I think they're just getting the ball to begin the second I half. I think Westwood here. gets it. Well, I think it is Westwood, actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, they got to get a, you know, they can get a good stop like they have here in the last couple of drives of the Patriots, you know, and get a get a score, and you're you're right back in this as the Purple Hornets. Let's take a timeout. When we come back, you'll hear an interview with Westwood AD John Beckman. That's all coming up on our halftime show on ESPN UP. 
you combine a century of truck building know-how with 7 million miles of testing, you don't just get any old truck. You get one that's bigger, stronger, and lighter than the previous generation. One that's built on the legacy of the most dependable, long-lasting, full-sized pickups on the road. You get a Silverado. The bold, fluid design of the all-new Silverado isn't just for show. Like the rest of the truck, it's here to work. No matter if you're an experienced hauler or just joining the Silverado family for the first time, you'll be able to choose the truck that's right for you. So climb into the all-new Silverado now and find new roads at Fox Nagani. Man, I love my UP line. With free pickup and delivery for all service work. Fox Nagani, experience the difference. Hi, honey, I'm home. What's new? Hustle delivered our new washer and dryer today. Oh, that was fast. Any problems? None at all. The guys arrived on time, hooked up the water, and hauled away the old ones. Have a look. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sweetie, what are these guys doing in our laundry room? They're the household guys. Okay, I can see that, but why are they standing against the wall? <laughs> why, they're standing behind their products, silly. Would you boys like some more coffee? Household appliance and art van furniture, locally owned, US 41 West, Marquette. This is Justin Farley from the Bjorkenzalki Funeral Home. Being a former athlete, I always enjoy the support that has been shown throughout the local community for our local teams. Those positive cheers and endless support is a constant reminder to the athletes that their hard work does not go unnoticed. I'd like to say thank you to all of the athletes for working hard in the classroom, at practice, and in the field of play. The Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home supports and appreciates all of your efforts. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. This is ESPN-UP Sports Director Tanner Hoops. Every week we take you behind the scenes and help you get to know a Westwood Patriot off the field. Mason Mariuta, I'm a senior and wide receiver. My favorite animal to visit at the zoo is definitely the monkeys. I think a hot dog is definitely a sandwich. My favorite athlete is, it's got to be Aaron Rodgers. My go-to game day meal is, is oatmeal. Goofiest teammates, probably Jackson Vivlin or Joe DeRosha. Favorite restaurant is Mamma Mia's. This is Mason Mariuta and you're listening to Patriot Football on ESPN-UP. Tune to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Westwood Athletics on ESPN-UP. Tanner Hoops with you, joined by Patriot Athletic Director John Beckman. John, I appreciate you taking the time. Fall sports are in full swing. Tell me about some of the happenings that are going on at Westwood High School. Well, it, it's actually really good. We've, we've done a, um, I think we've done a nice job with, uh, with this group of young men. and You know, they're poised to... Uh, have a nice Friday night tonight, and uh, position themselves for uh, making a making a playoff run. And I'm I'm very happy with the way these kids have played and uh, the way they've been coached and um, the whole thing. The the season has gone um, very well. Obviously, two losses. I don't ever want those, but you know sometimes those losses can help you when you get to. Uh, where we want to be and we want to play football in November. Well, John, for a long time, playoff appearances in football were a rarity at Westwood. You enjoyed them when you had them, but lately they've started becoming the norm. Tell me about this program and the direction it's headed. Well, Scott Scott has done a nice job of making sure we um, 
not just during the season, but every off season is you play every sport. You're an athlete. You're not just a football player. You're an athlete and gets all those kids in the weight room and, and does all those things. And it goes all the way down. And we've got a junior Patriots program at the middle school along with a uh, fifth and sixth grade team that wears Westwood across their chest. And I think that's a big part of it is um, those kids know what's expected of them from a very young point, and those expectations then come to fruition in the fact that we've been able to make some playoff runs and get to the playoffs. And, you know, one of the words that uh, Coach Sergeless says uh, to the players and has stuck with many of our kids is make this be the norm. When we're playing and there's snow on the field and we got to do whatever, make this be the norm. Well, Jack, tell me about that middle school program. What's been new for them, and how their year's gone? Well, they 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 had a a good year. We just finished up with them. We have our under the lights game uh, with them, which we split the team into two, and they kind of play against each other and give them pizza and kind of showcase each kid and make sure each kid gets their number called and all those things. And you know, it's it's really a, a point where man beat. Be proud of wearing that Westwood or that Patriot across your chest. That's really what it's about so that they can learn the game of football and uh, be our next generation of kids that hopefully make playoff runs. Well, John, let's talk about the JV football program because record-wise it looks like they got off to a tough start this year, although they were in a lot of ball games and they've started putting a few wins together. Tell me about those guys. Well, and again, they're... They're, they're doing a nice job. They're a little undermanned in that we've got uh, quite a few sophomores playing varsity football and a couple that uh, stand on the sidelines because of injuries and things like that, and including my son. And uh, they've, they've persevered, and it's kind of the next man up model. And it's always good to make sure that we get reps for every kid in the program because that just bodes well for us into the future. Well, John, volleyball in full swing, and they've got the district tournament coming up, which they get a host this year. Tell me about them. Uh, volleyball is doing good. We had a uh, apparently a really great match with uh, Ishming last night, and uh, we came on the short end of that, but um, the coaches are really happy with the way they're doing that. And um, when we... When we entered into the uh, Westpac, you know, some of the volleyball programs in the Copper Country are, let's just say, a little bit ahead of us as far as development and how young their program goes. So I think that's actually helped us and pushed us to try to uh, be better. But the coaches are pleased and we're running three levels we've got a freshman volleyball team we've got a jv volleyball team and we've got a varsity volleyball team and they want to bring that into the middle school for either camps clinics and or some sort of uh scrimmage type atmosphere to try to get the younger girls going too so i think uh i think top to bottom the coaching staff is all about kids and how can we develop these student-athletes into being high school volleyball players. I mean, everybody everybody plays to 
end up at the varsity level and have success. But there's a process to get there. Well, John, volleyball hosts the district tournament this year. Tell me about that and what goes into putting that on. Well, uh, the way they do it now with the MHSAA is everything is a, a non-traditional draw. So while Westwood will host as long as we're winning, let's say, if we if we win our match, we'll continue to host. But otherwise, other schools also get to host because, you know, we got schools that are pretty far apart that you don't want to have to have Manistee come to Westwood necessarily three times in the same week if they were to proceed, that kind of thing. So it's nice to host. I, I, I'm fortunate enough to get to do all the legwork for it, I guess. But um, as long as Westwood continues to win throughout that tournament, we will continue to host. Well, and a big week for the tennis team as well as they took home uh, individual honors. They took home team honors, uh, good honors for Maddie, for Coach Massey. And tell me about that squad and the program, really the dynasty they built up there. It really is, very honestly, it really is special. The amount of uh, UP titles and um, other accolades that uh, we've, we've got there is in large part to... Uh, Coach Massey and Coach Jackson. And Coach Jackson was Coach Massey's coach. And now Coach Massey takes over and Coach Jackson is helping her. And uh, we're very fortunate to be able to have two very knowledgeable people to run that program and uh, make sure that we're doing things right. And again, they're in-season coaches and they're off-season coaches. They do things all the time to make sure that our girls are ready to go and have the best opportunity for success. So I, I couldn't be happier with where our tennis program's at. Well, I talked to Coach Massey a couple of weeks ago, and she talked about trying to get something started and developed at the middle school level. Is there anything more that's developed with that? Um, not not per se, not yet, but um, we do all the camps and clinics and get those middle school kids over to Westwood High School into our beautiful facility to have uh, an opportunity to, you know, hit the ball around and learn from not only the coaches, but they learn from the older kids in the program. And that's very important, too. Somebody to look up to within the program is very important. John, how about cross-country? What have they been up to? Well, cross-country is, you know, they, they keep plodding along, and we're all over the place. We're in the Copper Country. We're in Gladstone. We're in Nagani. We're <laughs> we're all over the place with that. And uh, Coach Hill tells me that the kids are not only doing well, but having their numbers go up and setting personal records along the way. And uh, that's you know that's what we're looking for there. Anything I missed you? Anything else that I forgot to touch on with Westwood Athletics that you want to make people aware of? You know, not not right now. I mean, we're we're in the midst of getting to the end of uh, our fall season and postseasons and all those things. And there's a very short window between the start of winter season. We're always in the we're always in the midst of what goes on from the time we get in in August until the time we leave in June. 
John Beckman is the athletic director at Westwood High School as the fall sports season officially in full swing. Appreciate the time as always, John. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you, Tanner. Back in a minute with more on ESPN-UP. When is the last time you reviewed your mortgage loan rate? Is it time to look at refinancing? Rates are low, so now is the perfect time to talk to your MBank mortgage lender about your options. Refinancing can potentially lower your monthly mortgage payment, help you pay off your mortgage faster, or let you get cash out for that project you've been planning. Let an MBank mortgage lending specialist help you decide if it's time to refinance. Call or visit your local MBank branch to get started today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If you find yourself tuning into the Friday night football games and are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Hematites, Patriots, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other well-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to especially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats that feature your logo? You've got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you in all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. We'll do the sports downtown Nishpeming. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots Football on ESPN-UP. Start of the second half here at Westwood High School. Tanner Hoops Day bows with you. 22-6, Westwood leading. And lots set to kick it away, operating from right to left across your radio dial. You think they might try to get a little creative here, Dave? Onside kick, could that be in the works? Boy, that's, that's I'm not sure I can pull that switch. You wonder, you wonder. I'm not sure I can pull that switch right now. I tell you what, we'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard while we got a moment. Menominee leading Marquette 21-7. That game is at halftime. Nagani all over Gogibic 35 to nothing. That game at halftime. Uh, Gogibic, our opponent, next week. And then Nagani the following week. I also got Ishpeming up 6 nothing over Western Coney at the mm. half. Defensive battle there. Messer oh, gets set to boot it away. It is the onside the kick, onside and it's call. a good one, and Lance yep. is on it. The onside call. Tanner with the call. Not bad. Nice job. <clears throat> so Lance has the football. It just got across midfield, and that's what a where great Lance kick. will take over. That just stayed in the air. What a great kick. Beautiful kick by Johnny Messer. One other score to pass along to you. Gwyn at home tonight. 20-20 tie with Norway. That game's at halftime. Boy, Gwyn is getting close. They've been in every game right down they to the wire. getting close, you know. Trying to get into the win column for the first time this year. Coach Brown does a good job down there. Always fun talking to Dion. Can hear from him tomorrow during the Saturday morning coaches show, 9 a.m. Coach Serge will be on as well. High formation, handoff, Jonah Dowd running off tackle right side, doesn't get much. Wrapped up immediately for a gain of one, brings up second and nine. Eric Anderson, the outside linebacker, made the stop for Westwood. Brings up second down and nine. 22-6, Westwood on top. Lots with the football at the Patriot 47 after starting the second half with an onside kick. One wide to the far side of the field. High formation, double tight end set. Messer to the left, Lane to the right. Takes a snap, bootleg, rolling out to the left side. Kissel looking for an option. Nobody's open. He's going to tuck it and run it, and he's got room. He's brought down near the first down marker. Pushed out of bounds by the hard-hitting linebacker man at the 40. 
and it ends up being a gain of eight to bring up third and one. Long road trip down to Gogibic next week, but ESPN-UP's making it anyway. We'll have it for you here on ESPN-UP. It's our hope that you join us. And then two weeks from tonight, already week nine, Dave. I can't believe it when Nagani comes to town. Boy, that should be a good one. Nagani is a team firing on all cylinders right now. Four and two after an 0 and two start. Up 35 nothing at half tonight. I formation two wide, both to the far side of the field, laying the tight end near side. Kissel takes a snap and hands off to Ganyu, the fullback, going right up the middle. Ganyu had enough there. Tough to stop the clock anyway, and the head official does say move the sticks. He is enough for the first down. Well, Ganyu's done his job tonight. His job is to go right up the middle as the fullback and get you two or three yards at a time, but they've really had a tough time getting Jonah Dowd going, and he's the catalyst to this offense. Ball spotted at the Patriot 38, first down and 10. Purple Hornets trailing 22-6, to but moving the football. Nobody wide of the play. Everybody's tight. Backs in the eye with two tight ends. Lane to the right, Messer to the left. Kissel under center. Man in motion. Lister Jacobson right to left. Play action rolling to the right. Kissel steps, fires, incomplete. We Off had the him. hands of Ganyu, the fullback. He had Ganyu. Ganyu had the outside linebacker beat. He, Kissel just put so much on it. Kissel looks like a pitcher. He winds back and lets that one go. It brings up second and 10, 10 29 to play third quarter. Westwood up 22 to 6, looking to move to 5 and 2 on the year. Three games left, including tonight. Two wins in that final three game stretch guarantees you a playoff spot. One win and you're on the bubble. Play action, rolling to the right. Kissel, blitz coming, fires incomplete, overthrew him. And the blitz looked like it got to him, maybe a little more than it needed to. It's intended for Ganyu. And I believe it was Alderton putting pressure on Kissel. And Genshaw had a block. But Kissel heard the footsteps and got rid of the ball anyway. It brings up third down and ten at the Westwood 38. Danner Hoops, Dave Bowes, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. <clears throat> Patriot Athletics live here on ESPN-UP. Glad that you're along for it. Our Saturday morning coaches show lives here as well. That's tomorrow at 9 a.m. Tune in, hear from coaches in Marquette County, and hear the Marquette County Player of the Week presented by Superior Family Chiropractic and Wellness. I formation, play action, rolling to the left. Kissel steps up, puts up a deep ball across the middle, and had a man, and he overthrew him. It's batted down just in case by Pullman. He's right in the area of holding. And we do have a flag on the field. And it is holding against Lon. So now what does Scott Sergio do? Either fourth down and 10 from the 38, or he could take the yards. They are declining the the uh, the penalty, so the flag has been declined. So it's fourth down and ten at the 38. I tell you what, though, Dave. Regardless of the flag, Kissel had a man open in the flat. That was Dowd. It would have been enough for the first down. Instead, he went for it all and overthrew his man. 
batted down by Pullman just in case, and it brings up fourth and ten. Two wide, one to each side. Tight end lane to the far side of the field. I formation, Kissel takes a snap. Stepping up in the pocket, puts up a deep ball, tipped and incomplete. Tipped by a couple different players. Chad Pullman was one. It was intended for Ganyu, and that brings up a turnover on downs. First and ten for Westwood. 10-10 to play here in quarter number three. Westwood up 22-6. They'll take over at their own 38. Delangelo brings his offense up to the line. Nobody out wide of the play. Double wing set. Operating against a four-man front defensively. Delangelo from the shotgun with Uren a step to his left. Those in the hard count. Man in motion as Pullman takes a snap. Little reverse to Anderson, who's brought down after a gain of close to five. Got the defense moving to the right to try and get Pullman who went in motion. Instead, they give it off to Anderson, who fights forward for about five yards. Malachi Goyan came up to make the stop for Lawrence. Second down and five. Ball resting at the Westwood 44-yard line. Shotgun formation, double wing set, nobody out wide. Ty Alderton out there is a tight end. He's lined up to the near side of the field. Man in motion, Pullman. Delangelo gives it to him, jet sweep. Pullman cutting it back up the middle across midfield. Pullman into the secondary. Pullman down the sideline, wraps up. No, he got away. And Pullman is tripped up finally near the center of the field. It's just exciting when Pullman has the ball. He covered a whole lot of yardage to get that far as well. A man wrapped him up, and then Pullman somehow shimmied out of it, but that did slow him down enough for him to catch up and make the tackle at the 20-yard line. Pullman just ran 80 yards to get a 50-yard gain. Officially, it's a 36-yard gain <laughs> down to the 20. Nobody out wide of the play. Same formation. Man lines up as a wing back to the near side of the field. Anderson, the tight end, goes in motion right to left. Delangelo in the shotgun. Uren a step to his right, and Scott Sergelo wants to take a timeout. No, I think we were having trouble with that formation right there. 8.43 to play, quarter number three, 22-6. Westwood on top. Well, for a higher level of service, look to Ember's Credit Union. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all involved in tonight's game. And Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Get active, be active, stay active. Active physical therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Nagani. Check them out at stackedup.com. And Eagle Mind is looking for new members to join their team. Look for job opportunities by visiting eaglemind.com forward slash careers for more information. First down and 10 out to the 20. 
Westwood moving the football. This drive started at R38. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Uren, a step to his right, end around. It goes to Anderson. Anderson inside the 15, down to the 10. John Drew, the safety, made the stop. You have to get so much respect to that, to that jet with Pullman. Second time this series, Westwood has run it. That's going to be close to the line to gain. They do give it to him. So it's first down and goal to go just inside the 10. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. Double tight, double wing. Nobody out wide of the play. Delangelo standing at his own, excuse me, at the lots 15, takes a snap, same play, handoff, Anderson into the end zone, touchdown. Got the defense moving to follow Pullman, who was in motion. They went with the same play call, and it works. A 10-yard run for Anderson. You just got to stay so disciplined because you have to respect, if he gives that to Pullman, you got to have somebody that's going to be able to chase Pullman to that edge so you can't converge on the play. And it makes that little counter back to Anderson so effective. A 10-yard TD run for Eric Anderson, his first of the game. Caps Westwood's second 62-yard scoring drive of the ball game. So now the two-point try, shotgun formation, nobody wide in the play. Uren a step to the right of the quarterback, Delangelo. Man in motion, Delangelo takes a snap, rolling to his right, looking to throw, fires, tipped, and caught! <laughs> Off the hands of John Drew and into the hands of Eric Anderson. Well, that's when things are going right. Anderson wasn't the intended target, but he works. And just like that, Westwood leads it 30-6 to with 8.08 to play in the third quarter. John Drew got to the football. He read Anderson, excuse me, Delangelo's eyes, and he knew where he was going with the football. Delangelo is able to hook up with Anderson, however, for the extra two points, and the Patriots' lead is 24. I think you hit the nail on the head perfectly, Dave. That's how you know it's your night. Boy, we've seen a lot of those tips this year. That's the first one we've seen go our way. <laughs> you think back to the Calumet game. Oh. Had a few of those that certainly weren't going our way. End of two periods in Marquette. Sparty leading Northern Michigan 3-1 to one on the ice. Just up the road in Houghton. Huskies are facing a deficit on the ice. They trail the University of Alaska 3-1. to one. The Nanooks are over, already starting conference play. Bowman has it teed up, ready to boot it away. Bowman with the approach, right-footed kicker. That's a line drive, arcing. Back to the five-yard line, and Ladela picks it up. Ladela looking for a return. Ladela hit near the five-yard line. He ran a long way down the five. Didn't get anything on the return. Ran a long way to get nowhere. So Lance has it with their worst starting field position of the game. First down and 10 at their own five with eight minutes even here in this third quarter. 
So what does Lance do? How do they respond? I go with what you've been working. Keep chucking that pill around. One wide to each side. Lister Jacobson far side of the field, nearest his own sideline. Read this side. Kissel takes a snap, handoff, going right up the middle. Stacked up and brought down for a short gain. That was Ganyu, the ball carrier. Gains one, brings up second down and nine. Eric Anderson on the stop for Westwood. Westwood leading 30-6. to 7.35 to play third quarter. Lots with the ball second and nine at their own six-yard line. Two wide, bolt to the far side, backs in the eye. Kissel working under center against a 4-4 front defensively. Kissel takes a snap. Hands off to Dowd, the deep back, going up the middle. And he's brought down for another short game. Well, Bert Morris just not getting any kind of push on that main line. And they just haven't gotten Dowd going tonight. But so explosive throughout the West Pack through the first six weeks of the year, and he's had no sort of daylight tonight. Officially, it goes down as no gain. It brings up third and nine of the six. Credit to Alderton and Vidland and Pavo and Locala. They have they've played very well again this week. Two wide, one to each side. Third down and nine. Passing situation for Kissel. Man in motion. That's the tight end lane. Kissel pitches to Dowd, looking for a block to the outside. He's brought down near the 10. Well short of the first down marker. And coming in to make the stop that time, Zach Carlson. But it's a tough spot to be. It's been quite the year defensively for Carlson. He's been a journeyman there. Started the year as the safety. Moved him to corner for a bit. Now he's making a home for himself at linebacker. Gain of four, gets to the ten, it's fourth and five. Johnny Messer standing in his own end zone. That's a tough, tough punch for a high school kid. Snap is right on the money, and Messer gets a really nice punt away, and Pullman gets away from it. Takes somewhat of a Westwood roll and dies at the 43. That's where it's downed, and Westwood takes over in their best starting field position of the night. 5.42 to play in the third quarter. Westwood taking over, leading 30-6. to six. Whoever wins tonight will be just one win away from clinching a spot in the MHSAA playoffs, which begin three weeks from tonight. Nobody out wide. Start this drive for Westwood. Double tight end set. Anderson to the near side. Alderton far side. A 4-4 defense for Lance. Linebackers showing blitz. Shotgun formation with a man in motion. Delangelo stepping up, firing a deep ball down the sideline. It's incomplete. Well defended by Steele Jondro. And it brings up second and ten to the 43. And I don't mind that, Dave. No, I kind of thought, I, I, I kind of had a feeling he was going to chuck one. Early in the drive, you know, a big play here. Go up by 30. That could be the kill shot. Brings up second and ten at the lots 43. Delangelo brings in the play call from the sideline. 
5.36 to play, third quarter. Westwood leading 30 to 6. Four man front defensively for the Purple Hornets. Linebackers show blitz. Man in motion, Delangelo takes a snap, gives it to Pullman on the end of round. Pullman cutting inside the 40, dragged down as he crosses the 35. He's brought down at the 32, looks to be the official line. So a gain of 12 on second down. Clock stops briefly at 529 while they reset the chains. Delangelo brings a play call in from the sideline. The light drizzle that we had when this game started has subsided, but it's still cold and wet out there. Field's holding up well, though. Shotgun formation, double tight end set. Pullman lined up to the right as a wingback. He goes in motion. Delangelo gives oh, it to him. Pullman. Pullman around the end. Pullman wrapped up and swung down inside the 30, just shy of the 25. But another four-yard carry for Westwood. 4.42 to play, quarter number three. And here is where Westwood just wants to get the offense into cruise control, just dominate time of possession, wind the clock down. Second down and six. Ball resting at the 26. 4.19 to play in the third quarter. Patriots leading Lance 30 to six. Nobody out wide in the play. Double wing set. Shotgun formation for Delangelo. And now we get a whistle and a timeout is called by Westwood. Scott Sergela is not happy about the way his offense lined up. I think he was worried about the too much time. Didn't like the clock winded down. Delay a game. Wanted to avoid the penalty. Westwood faced with a second down and five. Ball at the Lutz, 26, and a score here might just be the backbreaker. I tell you what, Dave, we didn't get a chance to do this at halftime, but I want to check with you. What's going on at Westwood High School this week? Anything we should be aware of? Well, you know, we had that big homecoming week, and, you know, the way uh, Mr. Beckman, our athletic director, ran that down, I, I'd hate to... I hate to think I could add anything possibly, <laughs> uh, possibly to that, you know, um, you know. But we're looking forward to certainly culminating our uh, sports seasons here, and hopefully we'll play in football in November, and that's always exciting. You know, we have the, you know, they talked a little bit about cross country. I know Hirakil had a second place uh, finish in a Westpac for his girls uh, just yesterday. He was uh, certainly excited about that. He had a bunch of PRs out of his uh, boys team. Um, you know, we're we're excited about uh, to culminate the fall, and uh, hopefully we'll get some pep rallies going, and uh, we'll start up start up that band again. I tell you what, Escanaba, step closer to clinching a playoff spot. We'll tell you about that in a moment. On the first play out of the timeout, going right up the middle was Delangelo. That's just so hard to defend. There are so many things that can happen out of that. You gotta you gotta watch, you know, Pullman going to the edge. You gotta watch that little counter to Anderson, and then of course Taylor just keeps it. He calls his own number, like you said, heads up there, boom, first down. 
Races ahead 12 yards to the 14, tackled by the linebacker, Reed. Yeah, it's just so much to watch. There's so many weapons there. So many ways the Patriots can hurt you on offense. Nobody out wide of the play. Shotgun formation. That same double wing, double tight set. Man goes in motion. That's Pullman. Delangelo, QB keeper again, right up the middle inside the 10. Gain six, maybe seven on that play. Clock continues to roll, 3.13 to play. Going back to that thought, Escanaba 35-0. They lead Gladstone in the third quarter. Eski can clinch a postseason spot with a win tonight. Again, at last update, Gwyn and Norway tied at 20 at halftime. Nagani all over go Gibbick, 35-0 that game at half. Delangelo works from the shotgun. Man goes in motion. That's Pullman. Delangelo, QB keeper. Nowhere to go that time. Brought down by Genshaw for what could be a loss. Depending where they spot it, it will indeed be a loss. Back to the 11. So third down and eight. Definitely two down territory for Westwood. Gop keeps just ticking away. That's all Westwood's concerned with right now. 2.13 to play third quarter. Patriots up 30-6. to six. It's that same double tight, double wing set. Delangelo works out of the shotgun. Third down and eight from the 11. Four-man front defensively for the Purple Hornets. Man goes in motion. Pullman. They give it to him. Pullman coming around the edge. Pullman has a block. Pullman inside the 10. Bounces off a tackler inside the 5. And is thrown backwards there. Another strong run for Chad Pullman. He's got to be short of the marker by about a yard. And brings up fourth down and one. Ball at the 5. And Westwood doesn't have to run another play until there's inside a minute to go in the third quarter if they choose to do so. Clock rolling, a minute 18 to go in the quarter. Westwood facing a fourth and one at the Lots five-yard line, leading 30-6. to A score here might be all she wrote. Fourth down and one. Game could be on the line here. Quick snap, Delangelo. Going off tackle, Delangelo, it's going to be close. Terry Reed comes up to make the tackle, and the eye test makes it look as if he's short, and he is indeed. And the Lots defense comes up with a stop with the game potentially on the line, Dave. I mean, if Lots has any shot at getting back into this one, they had to get that stop right there. Purple Hornets take over, first and ten at their own five. They were there just a couple of minutes ago. 59 seconds to play in the third quarter. Lots absolutely needed that stop in the worst way, and they do. Stop Delangelo and the QB keeper on fourth and one. Two wide, one to each side. Tight end lane lines up to the left. Backs in the eye, Lane goes in motion. Kissel takes a snap, hands off to the deep back. Dowd, Dowd with a little bit of daylight as it gets to the 10. Well, that's this is best friend of the night. Best friend of the night, I think, for Dowd. He has just had no sort of daylight this evening. Westwood has been all over him. 
Second down and five, ball at the 10, clock rolling inside 40 seconds to play in the quarter. Terry Reed, wide receiver, near side of the field. Paul Lister, Jacobson to the far side. One man backfield, man in motion is laying the tight end right to left. Handoff goes to the deep back, Dowd, who's stacked up and fights forward after contact. Gained about three yards, and about all of it came after contact. Third and short. And we'll get to that once we get to quarter number four. End of three here at Westwood High School. Patriots up 30-6. to six. Fourth quarter next on ESPN-UP. At Eagle Mine, their competitive advantage is directly related to the caliber of their people. They attract, develop, and reward people who have the passion to make a significant contribution to the continued growth of their business. They don't just work here. They live here. They raise their families here. More than 75% of their people were born and raised in the Upper Peninsula, and they are proud to still call it home. If you would like to be a part of a team that is redefining the way the mining industry protects the environment, safeguards its people, and strives to be the best community partner, they encourage you to explore their job opening opportunities by visiting eaglemine.com forward slash careers. Tune to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN UP. Well, we welcome you back to Westwood High School. Tanner Hoops Day Bows on the call. Glad to have you as always. Looking around the UP scoreboard this evening. Sault Ste. Marie with a 30 to nothing lead over Rogers City. That game three quarters old. On the ice, opening night for both Northern Michigan and Michigan Tech. Both trail 3-1 to one after two quarters. NMU at home tonight. Michigan Tech at home as well. Third down and one for Lance to start quarter number four. Takes a snap. Kissel, handoff Dowd at the middle, first down, and then some as Dowd puts the shoulder down, had a little bit of room that time as he gets across the 20. Oh, that was wide open, and Delangelo doesn't make that tackle. I think Dowd is off to the races. It has been a quiet first three quarters for Jonah Dowd, the top player on this Lance offense. That was the biggest gain of the night, I think, for Dowd. Ball spot at the 25-yard line, first down and 10 for the Purple Hornets. Running out of time, though, 11.38 to play, clock rolling. Patriots leading 30-6. to Two wide, one to each side. Kissel gets a snap from the center, Weir. Rolls out to the left side, looking for an option. Nobody's open. Blitz is coming, running out of time. Oh, he fumbles the football. We might have fumbled it out of bounds. It's close to the out-of-bounds yeah, line. Yeah. Looks like it's, they maintain possession because he fumbled it out of bounds. Got stripped of the football. I didn't see who knocked it free. I think it was Eli Locola who got on top of it, but they say the ball already went out of bounds. But either or, it's going to go down as a sack for Westwood. And it brings up second down, and we'll call it 11. One wide to the far side of the field, Paul Lister-Jacobson. Kissel, 
Hands off, Dowd going up the middle, and Dowd is wrapped up and thrown down for a short gain. A yard, maybe two. Coming up to make the stop that time was Garrett Mann. He's had a nice game defensively. So third down, we'll call it nine. A gain of close to two on that play. 10.35 to go, quarter number four. Clock continues to roll. Clock is Westwood's friend. Nobody wide of the play. Double tight end set, I formation, Kissel under center against a five-man front defensively. Kissel, play action, rolls out to the right, looking for an option. Nobody's open, he's going to tuck it, run it near the line, and he's forced out. It looks like he got it. Travis Uren gets credit for the tackle, forced him out, and he does have enough to move the sticks. Kissel calls his own number. Nobody was open, and a flag comes out well after the play along the Patriots' sideline. And they're calling it against, against Lots. Oh, and there goes another one. And I believe the call is unsportsmanlike conduct. And did they throw a second flag, or were there two flags for the same foul? I believe that we have two separate unsportsmanlike conduct flags against Lutz. Right after a first down run, Dave, that's a backbreaker. Mark Lee, veteran head coach of Lance High School Football, getting the explanation. You got to get a, you got to get a handle on this. They have not spotted the football yet. We don't know what we're dealing with as far as down and distance. But well after the play, two different flags came out. And the second official does come over, and he is confirming it's two separate unsportsmanlike conduct fouls against Lance. That is huge. They just got a first down run across the 30-yard line. And I do believe that a player's been ejected. Second one was on Messer. The first one was on the sideline. So there has been an ejection. They haven't signaled a number. Nor have I seen anyone come off. Did you see one come off? I don't know. Well, they had everybody over there toward the sideline. Yeah, because if there are two separate penalties on two different kids, no one's ejected. So two separate 15-yard unsportsmanlike penalties. As Kissel takes a snap and hands off up the middle to Ganyu, the fullback. Ten-minute mark here in quarter number four, so a very strange turn of events. Really back-breaking for Lance after they get a first down out to the 40. They get backed up to the 10-yard line with no, two what, separate unsportsmanlike in, calls in, in and what, an ejection. In what didn't appear to be a chippy game mm. to that point. 
I still don't know that I've seen an ejection, though. It shouldn't be an ejection if it's two separate penalties, Tanner. It shouldn't be. And I didn't see anyone come off. I don't know that that's accurate. Brings up second down, and long pitch goes to Dowd on the outside. Dowd looking to hit the corner, but he's not going to get there. Brought down for no gain all the way back at the 12. Zach Carlson. So it is third down and eight from the 12-yard line. That's to set the down and distance. Third down and eight from the 12. Nine-minute mark here in the fourth quarter. 30-6. to six. Westwood leading lines. Play call being brought in from the sideline by one of the wideouts. That's Reed. Backs in the eye. Nobody out wide of the play. Double tight end set. Messer lines up to the near side of the field. Kissel takes a snap. Rolling out, and he's going to hand off. It's a short gain for Gagne. Ganyu. Going to bring up fourth down and five. Ball spotted at the 15. Dave, I'm not seeing the starting tight end, Tanner Lane, out there. And I, okay. I get the feeling that he's the one that the ejection was called on. I don't know what the foul was. But the punt team is on for the Purple Hornets. Johnny Messer. Standing at the three-yard line. Well, Johnny's been called upon to punt in some tough situations here tonight. <laughs> Snap is right on the money, and Messer gets away another really good punt. And it takes a little bit of a Westwood roll and comes back. Lance is going to have to down it quickly, and they do so at the 36. So 7.28 to play, quarter number four. Westwood's got it first down and 10 following a very strange turn of events. The Patriots are going to spend another timeout. Well, more of our sponsors looking for a bank that understands your business. Look to MBank from business loans to treasury management and everything in between. MBank's in your corner and just around the corner. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Household appliances, services, what they sell, and sometimes what others sell, depending on the brand. Not every store can promise that. Service after the sale is always tradition at Household Appliance. The Bjork and Zolke Funeral Homes support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. Sure North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all involved in tonight's contest. Big Boy Restaurant in Marquette is room for you and your team to enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner buffets. Room for everybody to eat together in the back of the meeting room uh, in the back of the restaurant. Fox Motors Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and staff in tonight's game, as well as the educational efforts of our schools and teachers. And Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, and Trinary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. 20 to nothing Ishbring at the end of the third over West Iron Coney. Wow. West Iron hadn't been shut out in a game in 10 years until they matched up with Calumet in week four. 2009 was their last shutout. Could happen twice this season. Going up the middle, it's Delangelo on first down. 
DeMink comes up to make the stop. A gain of two brings up second and eight. Clock rolling 7-10 to play. Looks like we're seeing some new personnel here. We have Zach Carlson bringing in the play call from the sideline. Set the Patriot lineup. Zach Carlson looks like he's playing a little quarterback. It's Carlson working out of the shotgun, directing the offense, and it's a design QB run to the outside. Carlson puts the shoulder down and pushes a defender back about four yards. That was Reed who came up to make the tackle. And Carlson runs like Delangelo a little bit, and he's a little slow to get up. Uren in the ball game. Anderson is still out there. Carlson's going to stay in this game and gets a play call from Coach Surge. Third down and four. Yeah, there's a limp on Carlson right now, but he's staying in the game. Stephen Kangas is out there, lined up as a wing back to the far side of the field. Carlson from the shotgun. Played quarterback the first time this year. Goes right up the middle for a first down, and he's finally dragged down inside the 15. Nice run. Big hole over the middle. Zach Carlson playing quarterback on this series. He's coming up a little bit more hobbled, and now he's being called off in favor of Mason Mariuzza. So Mariuzza's had a few reps at quarterback. Four different players have played quarterback this year for the Westwood offense here in week seven. As Mariuzza will direct the offense. We get a timeout called by Lotz. So Lotz with a chance to get a few more fresh bodies in there if they'd like. Luke Mariuzza also in the game for Westwood. 5.30 to go, quarter number four. Patriots on the road next week. Long road trip down to Gogibic. Take on the Miners. Long road trip. Long road trip, but ESPN-UP is making it anyway. So if you're not getting down there, we are, and we've got you covered. It's our hope that you join us if you can't be down there in Bessemer. Patriots leading lots 30-6. to six. And last update, Gogibic trailing Nagani 35-0 in the second half. And those are our two opponents here in the final weeks of the regular season. Real interesting. Saturday morning coaches show tomorrow. Get all the reaction from coaches in Marquette County. The uh, two six and two teams meeting when we meet the Nagani Miners. And if you're paying attention, any of the Snooze to you. Mm-hmm. It could be that could be the first round of the playoffs as well. Latest playoff projections have those two meeting in the first round of the postseason. Mariuta hands off to Kangas on first down. Kangas inside the 15, hammered down near the 10 by Reed. <laughs> Mariuta had to really reach out for that one. That was a long handoff. I beg your pardon, I was off on my yard line, so he's down at the 15 yard line. Brings up second and three after a gain of seven. Five-minute mark, quarter number four. Mariuzza working under center. Backs in the eye. Handoff goes to Kangas again inside the 15, down to the 10. 
A run of about five. Should be enough to move the sticks for a first down. Tackle on the play. Made by Keegan Sweeney. Good, good hole still out there. Each team starting to put in a few newcomers to the game. Going a little deeper into the bench. Billy Jinshaw into the ball game for the first time tonight. He's up there in the lots defensive line. Ethan Grenz is out there. High formation, turn, handoff, Kangas inside the 10, down to the 5. Reed comes up to make the stop. Helped out on the play by Cody Roth. Kangas with another 5-yard gain, and it brings up 2nd down and 5. Clock rolling, 4-10 to play, quarter number 4. Coming up in our post-game show, we'll have a visit with Coach Serge. We'll recap this one for you. Take a look at the scoring summary. All that and more coming up once we go final. Westwood up 30-6. to six. Takes a snap, handoff, Kangas going right up the middle. Another five-yard gain down to the five. We'll just keep calling his number. I'm going to call him just short of the line to gain, however, so it brings up third down and inches. And I think, Dave, because the marker's just shy of the pylon, I think Westwood can get a first down before scoring, although it's not a lot of space between that marker and the goal line. Mariuzza working under center. The fullback this time is Luke Mariuzza. Two tight ends. Mason fumbles the snap, gets back on top. Then it popped out at the end. And who has it? It looks like Lance has it. Mariuzza. That's a touchback. Mariuzza did get back on top of it, but then it popped free. And because the ball was recovered in the end zone, that's going to go down as a touchback. So 3.04 to play in the fourth quarter. Lance will take it at the 20, trailing 30-6. to six. Just across a 9 o'clock hour here on ESPN-UP, WZAM, Ishpeming Marquette. Patriots on the road next week at Go-Gibbick. And it's our hope that you join us. Pre-game coverage at 6.40. Kickoff set for 7. Providing this one holds... Westwood would need just one more win in their final two regular season games to clinch a postseason spot. Two wide, one to each side of the field. Kissel still under center. Backs in the eye, Dowd the deep back. Handoff goes to Dowd. Dowd going up the middle. Dowd makes a couple of men miss, and he's brought down for a gain of close to five. It's across the 25-yard line. Two forty-five to play, quarter number four. Westwood in command, leading thirty to six. A few different names out there for Westwood defensively. Luke Vidlin out there at a linebacker spot, along with Luke Mariuzza. Joe DeRosha playing in the secondary, along with Stephen Kangas. Dan O still out there in the defensive line. Michael Buzino still in there. 
Backs in the eye. Kissel takes a snap, dropping back to pass. Blitz coming, steps up, hit as he throws, fires, and he does get it off, and it's caught by Dowd. Dowd in the flat has a first down. It was hit as he threw, and I don't know if he meant to throw the ball where he did. Yeah, he just kind of no, popped he, out. He sh- no, he shuttled it. He gave a little shuttle pass. That was intentional. It was a good play. He was in the grasp. Jack Bowes had him in the grasp. <laughs> Jack Bowes out there now on the defensive line. A first down out to the 32-yard line. Everybody's getting in on the action this evening. Kissel working under center. Kissel. Hands on. No, he's going to keep it himself. Looks and fires to the sideline. That's caught. Dancing along the sideline, Paul Lister-Jacobson makes the catch. Forced out of bounds by Joe DeRosha, but not before a first down hookup. I'll tell you, nice grab. Forced out of bounds at the 44. Stops the clock with a minute 33 to play. Patriots on top, 30-6, to looking to move to 5-2. and two. Stretch that winning streak to four straight games. Kissel with two wide on the play, one to each side. They've got Sweeney out wide to the far side of the field. Takes a snap, pitches to Dowd. Dowd running off tackle, left side. Now he's going to cut back up the middle. Dowd across midfield and is finally brought down after a gain of six, maybe seven. Minute 20 to go in regulation. Saturday morning coaches show coming up tomorrow. Hear from all coaches in Marquette County. Get the thoughts on how their team did. Maybe even a few special guests to come on throughout the day. Second down and four from midfield. Post game show following us once we go final. A visit with Coach Surge. Plus we'll get the scoring summary and recap. Backs in the eye, Kissel under center, takes a snap, play action as he rolls to the right. Kissel stepping, firing, got a man, caught Lister Jacobson, and he gets a block and is finally forced out of bounds. He has another first down inside the 40. Stop the clock. 38 seconds to play, quarter number four. Westwood is going to move to 5-2 and two and win their fourth straight game. Lots will drop to four and three, and they will need to win both of their remaining regular season games to clinch a playoff spot. They are home with Iron Mountain next week, and then Calumet. Doesn't get any easier. Kissel takes a snap, rolls to his left. Looking for an option, has one, fires low. It is caught, but the clock is going to keep running. That was Goyan. Who made the catch. Clock continues to tick. 23 seconds left, quarter number four. Gain of six, and it brings up second down and four inside the 35. 14 seconds to play. Lots. Not much urgency. Get up to the line. They should have time for one more play. Four seconds left. I formation, Kissel takes a snap, bootleg to the right side. This will be the last play of the game. Puts up a deep ball for the end zone, had a man, but underthrew it. 
He was looking for John Drew. He had him wide open in the end zone, but he couldn't get it there. And that is the way this one comes to an end. The final score, Westwood 30, Lance 6. The Patriots are winners of four straight. Let's take a timeout. Post-game show starts now. You're listening to Westwood Patriot Football on ESPN-UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette are thrilled to be heading into the home stretch of the high school football season with these deals. Black Angus boneless New York strip steaks for $7.77 a pound. Smithfield pork chops a family pack for $1.66 a pound. Black Angus boneless chuck roast $3.99 a pound. Skinless boneless chicken breasts a family pack for $1.66 a pound. And fresh farm raised Atlantic salmon fillets for $6.96 a pound. Prices are good through Saturday, October 19th at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. 30-6, this one belongs to the Westwood Patriots. Tanner Hoops, Dave Bowes, and Thomas Dunstan, the crew, for this evening as the Patriot football team moves to 5-2 and two with a victory tonight. Recapping the scoring from this one, it got going on Westwood's opening possession. Taylor Delangelo capped an 80-yard scoring drive with a 13-yard rushing touchdown. The conversion made it 8-0. Westwood forced to stop on fourth and inches. They got the stop by inches on the ensuing Lance possession. And one play later, Chad Pullman went 52 yards to the house. Westwood led 16-0 with 4.35 left in the quarter. Then Pullman again from three yards out with 6.40 to go in the first half. That capped a 59-yard scoring drive. The conversion failed, and Westwood led 22 to nothing. Couple minutes later, though, Lance had an answer on fourth down and ten. Kissel connected with Reed for a 19-yard touchdown pass. That got Lance within 22-6 with 3.36 to play in the first half. Eric Anderson had a 10-yard touchdown run at the 8.08 mark in the third quarter, capped a 62-yard scoring drive, and Westwood led 30-6 after the conversion. That would cap the scoring, just one touchdown in the second half. But I tell you what, Dave, that's all that Westwood needed. This was the game that Westwood was looking for. Add enough offense, and they just ground and pound the ball. They chew the clock, and they dominate time possession. That's when this team is at their best. Yeah, the time of possession is really what's killed their opponents over the last couple of weeks here, Tanner. And it's, you know, it's just such a... There's so many weapons on that Patriot offense that you have to respect. It just gives them so many options. He didn't even have to dig that deep into the 
into the bag of tricks tonight, you know. Um, you know, there's still multiple formations that, uh, you know, Coach Sergila has not has not had to use. This is going to get really interesting here down towards the end. You know, we have Gogebic next week. They're struggling, obviously, to come up with a win. Um, you know, it very well, I'm not sure who Nagani's uh, next opponent is, but we could very well have two six and two teams that are going to face off each other at the end of the year, which could be unique because, like we had said right now, you know, taking a look at the playoff picture, and there's a lot of unknowns in that. That potentially could be a Westwood Nagani uh, first round of the playoffs as well. Well, I tell you what, a few scores to update you on. Midway through the fourth quarter, Gwyn and Norway are in a tight one. 5-14 to play there. They're tied at 20 as Gwyn tries to get that first win of the season. Elsewhere, Northern Michigan Hockey open in the season tonight. They're trying to rally. They have got it within 4-3 in the third period against Sparty, and Alaska still leads Michigan Tech by a score of 3-1. That game is in the third period. Elsewhere, Nagani does get the win over Gogibic. That game has gone final 42-16 as the Miners retain the Dick Koski Trophy with the big victory tonight. So Westwood and Nagani are each one win away from clinching a spot in the postseason. We'll have a chance to do so next week down at Gogibic. I tell you what, Dave, I got the chance to ask John Beckman, our AD, about this earlier. I played that interview back at halftime. Playoffs here used to be a rarity, and now it's starting to become the norm, and we're seeing Westwood become a football school. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's uh, what uh, the goal Coach Sergio had when he when he took over, and, uh, you know, he's gone a long way into uh, accomplishing uh, accomplishing that, you know, and he talks a lot. I've heard him talk for years now about making it the norm. Um, the expectation is that you will go to the playoffs, and, uh, you know, he's... Uh, Looks like the last three years, you know, we're there. I tell you what, let's take another time out and we'll talk to Coach next here on ESPN UP. At Embers Credit Union, we believe in the UP, so we're helping everyone take their outdoor adventures to the next level. Now's the time to get a great loan rate on an ATV, side by side, snowmobile, or camper. Come talk with an Embers Credit Union loan officer in Marquette, Nagani, Munising, or Trinary. We're here to deliver solid financial advice. Check us out online at embers.org. Member NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP. Welcome back to Westwood High School. Tanner Hoops Day, Bose, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. Scott Sergila making his way over here. And we'll talk to him in just a few moments. His team winners tonight by a score of 30-6 to as they move to 5-2 and two on the year. Winners of four straight and one win away from clinching a spot in the postseason for the third consecutive year. Joins us on headset now here in the postgame. I tell you what, Coach, Lots is a team that always makes you earn a victory. Tonight you came out, you set the tone. How important was that fast start for you? Well, you know, I'll be honest. I just talked to our kids, and, you know, I think when Lance 
you know, we did a, maybe a couple things to surprise them. I, I'm not really sure what happened. Maybe our kids came out really good and thought we fired off the ball well. Um, you know, but it's 16 nothing after the first quarter, and uh, I'll be honest, I didn't think we played well after that. I'm a little bit disappointed. Well, Coach, how about your defensive effort? You get that uh, fourth and inches stop midway through the first quarter. One play later, you're in the end zone. It just felt like from there that was kind of a turning point, set the tone for the rest of the night. Yeah, you know, it, it, first quarter again, though, uh, we were good in the first quarter. You know, and it, I don't know I don't know what it is. I don't know if our kids lit up. I, I'm not quite sure what it was. But, you know, watching a couple of things that I saw, our kids aren't, you know, we got to have them do what they're coached to do. And, and, you know, I don't know if that's discipline. I And I've said this before. I, you know, I'm pretty disappointed right now, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought we could have played a lot better, uh, a cleaner ball game. We missed a lot of blocks. Um and, you know, we, we have, you know, and sure, we got a great win. We got 30 to 6. And, but, you know, we got to look at some bigger picture, too. You know, there's going to be some battles down the road. And if we miss those blocks or make those tackling mistakes or not make our reads, you know, it's fourth and 13. Uh, and we, our corner comes running up. I'm, I'm not even sure why he came running up. And you, th- those mental mistakes can't happen. We, we don't hit the hole. You know, we call ice left right over here, and we try running outside. That's not what was called. And, you know, down here, it's fourth and inches. You know, we, we didn't get in from the one-foot line uh, on both sides of the end zone tonight. That can't happen. And, you know, um, it's, a, it's about doing the things that you're coached to do and being disciplined. And, you know, um, I'm not a happy camper right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm happy that we won. Don't get me wrong. But we can play much, much better. Scott Sergula, the head football coach at Westwood. His team winners tonight, 30-6 to over Lutz. They moved to 5-2 and two on the year. Winners of four straight. And Lutz falls to 4-3. and three. They're going to have to come up with two wins here in the final two weeks of the season when they take on Iron Mountain and Calumet as they try to punch their ticket to the postseason. Let's take our last time out. We'll finish this thing off next on ESPN-UP. Dave's Collision and Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color-matched finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth Program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth Program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're tuned to Westwood Patriots football on ESPN-UP.
Hunter Hoops Day, Bose, Thomas Dunstan, the crew for tonight. Final score once again, Westwood winners over Lance 30-6 to to move to 5-2 and two on the year. Lance drops to 4-3. and three. Our next broadcast of Westwood Patriot Athletics will be a week from tonight. We'll head down to take on the Go-Gibbick Miners. Free game at 640, kickoff at 7. It's our hope that you join us. A chance to clinch a spot in the MHSA playoffs next week. And ESPN-UP is your home for all the action. Thanks to our in-studio producer and engineer, Thomas Dunstan. For Dave Bowes, I'm Tanner Hoops, signing off from the west end of Ishpeming, Michigan. Thanks for tuning in to Westwood Athletics on ESPN-UP. From all of us at ESPN-UP, thanks for tuning in to Westwood Patriots football. Now we return to regularly scheduled programming.